Greetings and welcome to Mostly Sober's third annual Ominous October, where you will hear astonishing tales of the spooky and the funny. We are here with our conspiracy theory expert, Josh Harvey, all month long. So grab your spirits, take a sip, and be prepared to scream. What's up, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm Travis O'Neill, and alongside me, as always, my good pal, great friend, awesome buddy, Warzone winning motherfucker, Zach Yuhas. Where's the fucking, uh, gabagoo? Gabagoo? <laughs> we got Josh Harvey with us, too. I'm here. He's here. All month long, as you've heard All in the intro. All month long. All month long. I do want to start the episode off with something that has been on my mind all fucking day, and that is the Halloween event happening in Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> you overdance is scary as fuck. <laughs> it's scary as fuck right it's now. Goddamn scary. Uh, we played the shitload out of it yesterday, and Trick or Trios, us three, us three amigos, and Trick or Trios, and we had we had a great time. <clears throat> it was fun. It's. It, I mean. I'm always impressed with what they do on anything. I mean, Activision sets something new up, and they almost never fail. I, I agree. They the, the the lighting, to me, was probably one of the best things. The way that they did the lighting, like, if you're inside and you're looking out of a window, it's really hard to tell what's going on. But if you get outside, your eyes kind of adjust to it being nighttime, so you see a little bit better. And you're almost better off being outside. It, fil- it flipped the game on its head. Because it was always you're better off being in a house, upstairs, peeking through a window. Now it's kind of the opposite. It's like run around outside and look at those windows because you can see everybody clearly in that bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> and snipers even like made snipers not want to snipe as much because oh, their sure. their glint is like a flashlight. Yep. <laughs> you're like, there's a dude way the fuck over there. It's crazy. There's ghost. There's awesome fucking new skins. Zach got two of them. Um, what, what's his name? Billy from Saw. Yeah, that's a cool one. I, I, dude, I love it. We I got- tried the Leatherface gun out today. It comes in a pack that looks like a chainsaw. Yeah, trash, bro. <laughs> Garbage. Yeah, I feared for that. Actually, I I kind of thought that's probably the way that it would go. Like the fucking handle on it, like goes over the gun, like you're holding a chainsaw. Yeah, you bring it up and you can't fucking see what you're aiming at because your hands in the uh, way. It's, it's like fucking a, terrible. It's like a Gatling gun or something. Oh, does it sound like a chainsaw? No. Okay, that'd be cool. I was wondering that as well. I was yeah. gonna ask the same thing. That'd have been cool. Sounds like a bitch ass light machine gun. Yeah. Taking LMGBTQ. thirteen years to fucking <laughs> taking thirteen years to reload. It has a clip. So. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, the game turned out it turned out great. Uh, for those that, that hasn't got into it yet, you could do trick or trios, find some awesome charms that are spread out throughout the the whole map. We're on a pretty good tear right now. I'm, I'm almost halfway through them already, which is cool. No shit. Yeah, we found God a shitload damn. last night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also the jump scares out of the box. Oh yeah, they're what a terrifying. great terrifying. They, dude, they get me every time, and they're not they're not frequent enough it for you be, to it like worry be, about it. It wouldn't be nearly as bad as if you weren't like a headphones player. It's because of yeah. the headphones. 
Yeah. It makes it so goddamn scary. It's have you ever have you ever scrolled through one of those Facebook videos where it's like a spider on the wall and all of a sudden that spider like jumps at you or the baseball comes flying at you whenever someone's yeah, yeah, pitching. Yeah. It's kind of the same type of deal with these jump scares in in the fucking boxes that you open. But having headphones on definitely makes it worse. Oh yeah. They're fun. It's real fun. I enjoy it. We got we got a dub yesterday. Dustin, shout out Dustin, our boy. Me, Zach, and Dustin got a dub after Harv got off on an early early stint for him last night. Yeah. Early stint. Yeah. It was he like was four hours. <laughs> <laughs> not long enough, it's man. Like, it was not even nine o'clock. We are just getting warmed up. Yeah, just getting warmed up. That's, the dubs happen after nine. <laughs> they do. It, that seems to be the case. He got off. I get like, off every night, and then I see Snapchat pictures of, of dubs every single night. God damn. Can I ask you a question? Does it make you mad? Yeah, it definitely bumps me out. <laughs> I, I always like look at the time, like how long after I got off did this happen? Like, would it be would it what? be possible that I would have been on at this time? Last night, I don't think it was. It was no, pretty, it was, it was like, like a late one. It was a real late one last night. So we we probably put in we probably put in a good seven hour work day in Warzone <laughs> yesterday, really. And within the seventh hour, we got our, we got our dub. Uh, it was a lot of fun though. We planned this day out, fucking all. All basically all beginning of the month like it's gonna happen we're gonna do it we did it fun time yeah they, um, didn't, they didn't disappoint the zombies are badass zombie mode is fire and once you play zombie mode then you can't even run around verdansk in regular mode without being a little bit terrified of zombies about to jump out at you you're, you're constantly thinking of it like I've, i found myself playing the regular well the trigger trios uh where it's still nighttime out and i, I keep thinking like oh fuck and then I keep looking up for how many zombies are out there, and they're not. There's none because it's. Does it give you a zombie count? It does. I didn't even know, realize that. Yep. In the in the zombie mode, there's like regular players left, teams left, the amount of kills you have. But way before all that is the number of zombies. It's like a skull. Oh. Yeah. I didn't I, realize that. It's it's helpful, especially like late late, late yeah. circle. Late circle. You're like, hmm, how many of these motherfuckers are on here? So that's when it gets out of control. It's out of control. It's like the, the final time. circle when yep. there's like 20 zombies running around. I can't name a time where we where we weren't in the last circle when we played zombies together. Because we were we were always we in top much five. Made, I think we made yeah top five almost every game. Yeah, a lot of fun, and they look awesome. Everything is. Nobody's won a zombie mode yet, huh? No. no. I wonder if it counts as a warzone win. I don't know, but Trigger Trios does. I'm sure it does. That's just make it regular but, warzone at night. Really. I mean, do you actually even do you even have the option to play daytime right now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you do. Who yeah. are the bitches that are doing that? Yeah, I want to know. I feel People like we could, I feel like we could get on daytime and like clean up right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you're <laughs> you know ready for I mean? us, show night shift's about to come on. Like we're yeah. we're getting ready to kill it. Unless you're where Zach's work. All the ten year olds are on on. Day mode. Day mode. Oh, the, I'm those scared. are the ones that fucking roast you, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Like all of us adult players didn't grow up like staring at screens five inches away from our faces at all times. Right. Like these little kids just fucking. They see everything. Get shit on. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Come play in night mode. <laughs> little bitch. I can report you for that little shit now. Bitch boy. Little bitch they get boy. virgin focus. So, you know, they're oh, the next level. That VF. That VF is key. That VF is key. I, I never knew that was that a thing. V folk. Virgin focus. You lose it. You lost you lost it. You don't even know what it's like anymore. It's like Really? Yeah, yeah it sucks. Do you want it back? Would you would you want to have Virgin Focus back if you had the opportunity? Does it seriously make you better at Call of Duty? I don't know. I, I've either. been saying it for years. I remember like when I was like years ago. Yeah, I'm uh, so down to fuck. I got a hole in my pants right now. We're just <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Did you look? I saw it. <laughs> 
he does. He has a hole right in his crotch. Um, no, but I, I was at like a cornhole tournament years ago, and there was like a 12 year old there who was just, just draining sla- him, slaying everybody because he wants that fucking hole so like, bad. I was dude. Like, like, yo, dude, this kid got the virgin focus. He, his, <laughs> he has not. He has not thought about pussy yet in his life, and it's just he's just locked. Oh, he's twelve years old. He's thought about pussy. Cornhole's the most important thing in the world to this kid right now. <laughs> it might be it, dude. Yeah. Virgin Bro. focus. He hasn't had a girl ruin his life yet. Yeah. Oh, those days. That is where you start sucking at gaming, and you realize. I swore I thought you were gonna say that's when he starts sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> Swear off of girls altogether. <laughs> this is it. It's time. Oh. Ham candles from now on. <laughs> Speaking of ham candles, I, li- I like to keep my fucking ham candle nice and cleaned up. Oh, penis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like trying to picture how a candle would fit in a puss. A cuz of penis. <laughs> what do you like to use, Zach, to keep your fucking shit all nice and trimmed up downstairs? Tell you what, I went to the store and bought this. Sh- I'm not going to say the name. But it's a razor company, and it tore my shit to shreds. That's why I switched to Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0. Oh, fucking beautiful, isn't it, dude? Harv is a owner of the of the of the Lawnmower 3.0 I am, as well. I am. And no, he's no, no. he's a veteran shaver. I am. Been doing it for I don't Fif- know, 15, 16 15, years. Sixteen years at least. I lost count a couple years ago. And <laughs> Man, he had a full grown beard ever since he could talk. Yeah, he came out full. Nah, full. I still don't have a full grown beard. I'm struggling to this day. It's not going to happen for me. I, I realize I'm 31, but <laughs> it is great shit. Um, I got a full beard down there, though, if I don't have the lawnmower 3.0. <laughs> Absolutely. This thing's 100% waterproof. You should dive into getting... Get yourself a perfect package, honestly. Shave your pubes in someone's pool. Like, nobody will know. Yeah, no one will know. Then the kids will be swimming, and they'll get like... They might know. <laughs> they might know from that blinding light put off by this thing. <laughs> That's it's got a headlight on it. It looks like a lightsaber. <laughs> it does. It's fucking immaculate, dude. I love it. All their products are great shit. I still really want to get my hands on the cologne and a couple other options. I'll tell you what else I dig that I didn't think I would really care about. The ball toner. Oh, yeah. Just so, you know, you're not feeling so fresh. Yeah. You got time for a shower, a little... Psh, psh, done. Psh. Yeah. Nice and fucking... Doesn't it, burn. It doesn't burn, Just no. Just freshen up. Yeah. It's See, like the key a, is what you got to do is get your wiener and press down on the toner so it sprays where it needs to go. Wait, press down on the toner with your wiener? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll have to try that one. <laughs> or give it a shot. <laughs> so, buy yourself something awesome from Manscaped. Visit www.manscaped.com. Use coupon code Mostly Sober Checkout to save yourself 20% and receive free shipping. We recommend the Lawnmower 3.0 for sure. Um, the ball toner is also awesome. And the ball deodorant is pretty good shit too. Weed yeah, whacker. Weed whacker, nose hair trimmer. It's also proper. Grab yourself a nice logo tee while you're there too. That's super one of my soft. Faves. Underwear solid too. I, I yeah. I haven't had anything that I disliked. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so yeah, we'll keep you posted on our products that we get from Manscaped. This mostly sober beard chug is to you, our friends over at Manscaped. Cheers. Oh. oh. What, a, what a great time. What? It is delightful. The, the beer chug is a great time. What, oh, what yeah. was that? I just like to snap my fingers. Oh. To maybe to, have Harv like. To really underline it, underscore that. Just. Do the step. You can bang. do that all by yourself. Yeah. Snap your fingers. <laughs> do the step. You can do it all by, by you a drink. 
<laughs> Zach got a hole in his pants. <laughs> it's peeking. Out. I don't know. He's not even wearing underwear. It's the disturbing. That's <laughs> <Yes>, huh? <laughs> Okay. That's there. You can go get yourself a pair of Manscaped. <laughs> You're having some trouble over there. Lots of things to talk about today. I know you guys got a list going on for me to kind of swim in and our listeners to swim in. To swim, swam, swim. Swim and swam in. Fucking love it. Bought myself a ring on Prime Day. Um, a ring? Like a you're buying rings now. Like a like the you know that ring, doorbell ring. Oh whoa 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 whoa! I yeah. thought you were buying yourself some like jewelry ring. Mm. Yeah, I got that coke no. ring. Yeah yeah, I just walk, got that pinky ring. I just got a ring in my back left pocket. That's it. That's all I need. Oh, wow, so fucking country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trav got rings on his fingers and then his nose and his pants are too tight and he got his fucking cuffs up on the boats. He screws over, got them wheels to go to fucking boom 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 all the way around. You know, so ball tire spinning like that. And, and a cock ring, too. And I got a cock ring, too, yeah. Want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take yeah, a look. Yeah. I'll take a peek. Yeah, like, like Joe Exotic got all his fucking cock rings up on his wall. Does he really? It was in the fucking show. How'd I miss that? I, I missed don't that. remember Probably. that either. He was lost between, I don't know, like... The tigers. Crackhead <laughs> homosexuality <laughs> and tigers ripping arms off. Just somehow <laughs> forgot about the cock ring wall mural. <laughs> <laughs> Through all the action, Zach was able to hone in on the cock, wi- oh, cock wing, cock ring wall Dude, mural. That, that documentary got so big that they had a 60 minute special. No, not 60 minutes. Nightline. A Nightline they special did a on thing it. on Carol Baskin, Baskin's uh, ex or, or deceased husband that was killed by the tigers that she like sticked on him. Stuck and I watched on him. the whole thing and it didn't tell you anything at all. all. All it basically showed was that his like signature on his updated will before he died was like fucked up. No, it was freakishly perfect. Like abnormally on like nothing different about it than like I don't know what some other document they had like his birth certificate like his his wedding certificate or some shit like it was on the, like it looked like a straight duplicate like it was traced over mm-hmm. that was the only thing they showed that nothing else tied that woman to that murder other than that and it was such a wasteful like hour of my life that sucks yeah it was bad damn you could have just listened to Joe's all greatest hits on Spotify you know it's not a waste of an hour of your life that. what listening to the most sober podcast and us talk about conspiracies and all kind of other cool shit. It's it's still a waste, but it's an enjoyable waste. <laughs> it's an like enjoyable most, waste. like most things we do with our time. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not it's not very productive. It's not it's like certainly not. not yeah. It's not going to yeah, help you out in your life. You, uh, you might have something cool to talk about at the bar. I maybe, think. I, I mean, yeah. Maybe jump into a conversation. Someone's talking about a cryptid or something. Be like, hey, hey, I know a bit. You hear about space penguins? <laughs> 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 you ever heard of stick men? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah, Being at the ball. Yeah, somebody, somebody's like, yo, man. Did y'all ever hear about the Loveland Frogs? Don't do that. <laughs> that didn't mean to. It just happened. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Hands are cold. They're clammy. It's kind of a 24-7 thing. I don't know what's going on. I, it's like you're always nervous. Yeah, kind of. Like People would assume that, but it's just all the time. Man, he's real nervous. I'm already worried about the PS5 white controller because I'm like, oh, man, my fucking hands are going to have that thing on mess. Like, <laughs> it's just going to be dirty as fuck all the time. As soon as I saw the white controller, I was like, fuck. fuck. 
<laughs> well, that's just what they're releasing them with. They're going to have, gonna like, have other ha- ones. Have some wet wipes around. Some, yeah, but I'm, I got my pre-order already in. And I got two controllers coming. I'm not ever going to buy another one. <laughs> yeah, Horrible never need another controller. Might. That's what I thought until yeah. I started playing Warzone. Then just broke them left and right. Like I'm still on the original same two controllers Fuck. I bought. Dude, don't buy NHL, man. NHL ruins controllers. And it's and it's not because it's I break them in the sticks. Yeah, dude. Just like just aggressively like that, that, thinking. That quick snap yeah. of a stick. If I hit this, I harder, get drift on my both of my controllers. Oh yeah. Like if I bring up the map on Warzone. Oh yeah, it goes. It just starts drifting yep, immediately. Take both off. of my controllers. Yep. That's why I can never ping anything. Like ping anything on the map. I'm always. Really I don't young. feel like I ever have trouble like aiming down the sights of no. my gun at all. No. But when it's still on the map, that thing's sensitive it as just ever. Drifts. Yeah. yeah. Does its own. And I bought extra ones. Like, I've had uh, several. Oh, I've had several, too. So what you got, Zach? What you got for us to fucking uh, discuss tonight on the Ominous October? What is this, the fourth episode already? Uh, Holy shit. We got one more. Yeah. One more Ominous October after this one. Big sad. I know. Then we gotta wait a whole fucking year. But Harv will be around multiple times throughout. Always am. Little sprinkles of conspiracy and... Reddit threads. Other shenanigans. Yeah. Other tomfoolery. Yeah. We haven't had a fun episode with Hart for a while. That's what? rude. I mean, I mean, like... Wow. <laughs> wow. I know last week wasn't our best thing we ever put down, but... <laughs> I'm ta- a I'm ta- while? I'm talking like, I'm talking like, you know, comedy-wise. We never really... I we, don't like, know. Strictly Aliens comedy. and shit just got D- It was, dude. Oh, my God. That shit was so funny. Aliens and shit was great. That was unplanned, though. Unplanned comedy episode. Of That's Harf. the best. That's when we do our best work. Off That's the true. cuff. That is true. Which is what we're doing tonight, kind of. Yes. Uh. As we look at <clears> Zach, <throat> huh? As we look at Zach to bring to bring in. What do you got? What, what is what? your shirt? Oh, it's Alvarico. Oh, okay. Is that the name of your Jeep? Mm-hmm. It's great. Thanks. Your, I believe your car is named Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Why is that? After uh, the man with the tigers. But anyway. <laughs> Joe Exotic. That's a good name for a car, honestly. <laughs> it's Natasha. Okay. Whack. Natasha. My truck doesn't have a name. Nameless. My Beetle does, though. What'd you name it? Sue. Oh, that's great. Buggy Sue. Buggy, <laughs> Buggy Sue. I like it. It's like a nice seven, 70s it name. It fits her. Yeah. Your truck should 70s? be Miriam. Wow. I'm not naming it her now. What year is that bug? 71. That's what I thought. I thought it was the 70s. I don't know. I kept. I, I remembered it being in the 70s, I thought. 71. Buggy Sue. Buggy Sue. Love her. What are your kayaks names? <laughs> I don't have names for those either. <laughs> what is the name? Thing one or thing two. <laughs> yeah. Red and green. That's it. Red boy, green boy. Christmas man. Stop and go. Okay. I like it. I like it. And mine stopped because I'm always hauling around a fucking cooler full of beer. So that means you gotta drink it. It really drags my ass down a river. <laughs> it really does. It's, it slows me down so much. It's crazy. <laughs> How much more work I have to do to keep up with people because I got a cooler full of beer. You know, all you gotta do is just drink more, dude. And then you just lighten the load. Lighten yeah. the load a little now, bit. Now, do you just drink and like toss your cans? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yo, fuck the environment. <laughs> You gotta get them biodegradable cans. Yo, I'm, the, I'm I'm that dude that's like, yo, did you just fucking throw that beer can? Like, get that shit, bro. I'm go- I, I gotta go pick it up now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> You're like swimming against the current to get it. Fuck. I'll tell you. No, that shit'll piss me off on the, especially on the river. 
You pull up to a nice little spot on the river, then broken bottles laying on the ground. Oh, shit. yeah. Oh, dude, that'll piss you off, man. And, like, cigarette butts everywhere and shit. Yeah. Come on, man. Get it together. Trash. So, yeah, trash. Trash. Literally. Trash. I was going to some spooky... I know. Let's talk about creatures and whatnot. We did end last episode with um, a discussion talking that we were going to touch on other, like... Oddly, figures of some sort, right? Yeah, but that Monsters. wasn't on air. Monster talk. It wasn't on air. No, no. Uh, I think it talk- was on air. No, it wasn't. Really? I didn't listen to last week's episode. Me neither. Because nobody wanted to say anything because everyone would have to agree no matter what. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then we're like, good thing we talked about it after the episode. You're right. We did do that. We're gonna get into. Some I remember you saying it and Haas being like, "I was gonna say that, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to put everyone on the spot to agree with it." Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's why at the end of this episode, I'm going to say we're all going to talk about Friday the 13th next week. <laughs> we're gonna Is that like, why you said it on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to tune in really waiting for you it. You want to hear about a real monster, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him. I am him. <laughs> I am him. Oh, shit. So we are going to talk about some monsters with this episode. Yeah, we are. Uh, and I think it only... Before we dive into some monsters, we do ourselves a most sober beer chuck. How do you guys feel about it? Sure. sure. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this most sober beer chuck is brought to you by Gamer Advantage. Blue light blocking glass is the best blue light blocking glasses on the market. Grab yourself a pair at GamerAdvantage.com. Pick out an awesome set of frames. You could even get them prescription, non-prescription, and get yourselves a great pair of polarized sunglasses that goes over top of your prescription lenses. They're awesome. They increase your melatonin levels, and you can save 10% by using coupon code Mostly Sober. Cheers to Gamer Advantage. It's a drink on. It's a drink on. It's a drink on. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Not some postman. I saw you peering at me like, you got to remember that video. So you got to remember it. Oh, you remembered it. <laughs> All right. Oh, I missed that. It was a clean crack. It was a clean crack. So is it's... mine. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but we are going to thanks to so and so's butt wipes. <laughs> yeah, fucking. Uh, Get your butt beer was brought to you by so and so's butt wipes. Wet ones. Ass cleaner for you. <laughs> Subscribe now to get four free wipes. Mostly sober from ass... me. Why don't we just make our own ass wipes? Mostly sober ass wipes. Fuck it. That's going to be our next product line. We're going to do t-shirts and ass wipes. It's not, One guys. wipes. <laughs> one wipe? That's what you call them. One wipes. All you need is one wipe. <laughs> there ain't no way I'd ever feel comfortable wiping once. With a wet wipe? Wh- yeah, you might be able to do it. No. Because like I said, <laughs> no, like I, I yeah, told you. have this watery, watery <laughs> shits. Yeah. It's a fucking river down there, bro. <laughs> Just forceful liquid shits, <laughs> followed by turds. I have like did you, did you, you, you had a more like you you you've you had a, a, you've you've nothing but coffee shits. Oof. Yeah, I know you don't drink coffee, but that's what it that's is. what it is, dude. If you had if you drank coffee, imagine, bro. You drink coffee and you sit down and you go, man, I gotta take a massive shit. And then you go push once and then you're like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> it is like it cleans. <laughs> It's unbelievable, dude. Any of you guys ever have a PB? A PB? Well, I, don't, I don't know this acronym. Poop butt. It's a... Uh, poop butt. 
No. Por- por- <laughs> did, you have a bo- did you ever have a booby butt? <laughs> I mean, maybe. But it's porcelain buster. <laughs> Where it like, comes out 19 mile an hour. Comes like, out with some force, like a shotgun. You make like you put a little like Picasso painting on the you get inside your butt of the bowl. Sweat on that one, you, you get the backsplash. You get the whole, oh. you get the you're in the splash zone. I see world right now. How on every episode do we just end up talking, talking about, about shit? shit? Poop comes up more than Adam Sandler at this point. <laughs> I was getting ready to say Adam Sandler has made a good visit. We're fucking up thirty year old people. Yeah. Talking about dick and fart jokes. Poop Dude, is perfect. never not funny, and neither yeah. are dicks or farts. Oh, yeah, right. They're all funny. For sure. Don't matter how old you are. When Listen. you can hear the word penis and not laugh, you're mature. <laughs> you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you're fucking dead, bro. You are dead. We'll try an experiment. A version, any of the terms, like, does this, does this make you laugh? And I don't look at me. I'll just say it. Pee-pee. <laughs> Yeah, pee pee's funny. Pee <laughs> pee's one of the funniest. I actually like it better as like a term for taking a pee. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta take, take a pee pee. I said it last night on Warzone. <laughs> yeah, he did. did and you gotta say tinkle. I have said tinkle. Or um, my my least favorite is probably one of the most popular is drain the main vein. I'm not a big fan of that one. This this dates me to the '90s kid, but and take a whiz. Dude, I like yeah. the yeah the whiz is good. I like a whiz. Take a yeah. leak. I like a leak. I like taking a leak. Yeah, it's fun. But drain, uh, drain the main vein. Yeah. No. One of the guys that wor- that I used to work down in the shop always used to go. I got to take a t- tinkle. And I told him, I was like, why don't you say it like a man? <laughs> I got to take a fucking piss. <laughs> <laughs> I like piss. That's actually my favorite yeah, term pi- for it. I got to take a piss. Yeah, I'm a big fan of saying that too. It's like the lightest curse word of them all. Yeah, it, I think it is too. Really? Over yeah, piss. Ass? ass. Yeah. I think no, it is. damn, Dams. definitely. Oh. But you know what I like to do? I like the hard. God damn it. Yeah. Like, I love that. You don't say, gosh darn it? No. God damn it. Like, God it damn really it. puts, it's got some force behind it. Does. it and it's not really a curse word. It's like, mm. you could say it on, on, on network television. Yeah, you can say it on five. Ellen. Yeah, you can say it on Ellen if you want to. Dude, it's like the number one, like, phrase in Always Sunny, which is my favorite show ever. They're always, God, God damn, damn it. it. God damn it, D. Like, yeah. it's nonstop in that show. God damn it's good. I mm. like it. I like goddamn or Jesus fuck. <laughs> Jesus, fu- I do say that a lot. <laughs> I, I, I do. I I go I get the full hog of of Jesus fucking Christ quite Oof. a bit. Yeah, and to some people that that that's it offensive. does. You feel it, but then it, you realize where you're like, I say that too <laughs> a lot. This uh, the, curse words are one of the weirdest things in the world to me because it's yeah. like somebody decided that this this is bad m- this movement of your tongue and mouth noise. It's not okay to make. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't walk around like, I don't know, a uh, fucking kindergartner going like, fucking cunt, I need that crayon. <laughs> One of my favorite stories ever was a buddy of mine whose uh, s- son got in trouble at preschool. Oh, what'd he say? Because his first day of preschool, he said, this place is a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he needs an award. And he said, and he and he came out. He got in trouble, and of his course. wife like bitched at 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 his dad. Like, hey, like this is what your son's hearing all the time. He went, well, because <laughs> this place is always a fucking mess. I feel like I do say that every day about you know where I, the shop where I work. <laughs> this place is a fucking mess. I hate it, dude. Messes suck. Period. I remember hearing my like uh, like six or seven year old niece say. 
because she had heard it from us so many times she thought it was just a regular word. At Eaton Park, she told her dad, let me have a drink of your fucking tea. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes, awesome. That's a true story. Yeah. Let me have a sip of that fucking tea. Let me point. have a drink of your fucking tea. Dude, I wonder what, like, I mean, I what remember. What goes through a baby's brain? Right, like, yeah. Tell me, baby. Like, oh, and what? Then, like, can you imagine how horrible that reaction is? Like, she said it, like, I remember, like, my, my brother going, like, what did you just say? Like, yeah. yelling at her, and she's like. So confused. And say, like, how do you mean? I hear it all the I'm time. I'm like, how can you be mad at her, dude? She even used it correctly. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like not off. Like, uh, you're drinking your fucking like, tea and shut up. Like, yes, you fucking can. <laughs> you know what? Here, fucking have it. Can you imagine if, like, can you imagine if, like, babies, like, come out of the womb and just know everything already like and you de-age like at the age we are we lose vocabulary skills <laughs> like if everything was in reverse you're yeah like, you just like come out it's like oh god damn it finally <laughs> yeah stretching like my benjamin back. button but only mentally yeah exactly wow mentally benjamin button i mean you kind of do have you seen very old people that's kind of what happens dude it is what happens like you get old like you hit there's like it's like a it's really like a fucking it's mountain. a big old curve yeah it is you go up and then you hit your peak of intelligence and then Slowly, you start you start degenerating physically, the, mentally, and, and then you start shitting your pants again. And then, <laughs> well, shit, Trav, that would happen to you like what ten years ago? And not even, damn, <laughs> seven maybe. Next thing you know, you're fucking getting COVID and then telling everybody you're going to kiss them. Yeah, I'll kiss every man and woman here. <laughs> that, that man right there, he's so handsome. I'll kiss him. Well, I probably won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most political this episode or this show will probably ever get. I'm sure. I'm sorry. You got to comment on ridiculous shit when you hear it. I'm not trying to get political, but that's hysterical. And any in any belief system or anything. That's so fucking. Funny. Even if it was just you know celebrity Donald Trump saying that. Yeah, it's still <laughs> it still doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. It's funny as fuck. If it was old ass Mick Jagger on stage at like Rolling Stones, like yeah, right. I had COVID and now I'm better. I want to come out there and kiss everybody. You see that guy? He's so handsome. I want to kiss him. <laughs> Like, that would be hysterical. What if it was Harvey Weinstein, though? It'd be frowned upon a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) It would still be pretty funny to me, personally. Some people would get mad about it, but I would think it was funny. Now, you're not related to him, right? Uh, No, No, that's that's his his first name. name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Steve (laughs) Harvey, though? (laughs) Maybe. That's my unk. Uncle Steve. Steve. Unk Steve. Dude, does he he wears a different fucking blazer to every Thanksgiving? Oh, I bet. I just like to say like some like like uh, ambiguously sexual things in front of him, then have him <gasps> with a shocked look. He gives <laughs> to the camera at every Family Feud when they they give him a, a sort of sexually uh, suggestive question, and then they answer it that way, and he's like, <gasps> looks at the camera. Did you ever see the one where it was like, uh, what comes after pork? You pine. Yeah, he says, you pine. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, give us, you pine. It's like, yeah. bang. And now all the fam is like, yeah, yeah, good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good I, answer. I, good I fucking answer. hate that, bro. <laughs> like, if that was your family, I would like, whoop that show's ass, dude. I, I, I will nail that show. No one's ever on that other team getting the fucking uh, Winstons. They ain't getting no chance up against me. <laughs> the Winstons? <laughs> <laughs> Met a family of the Winstons ever. No, but you're you're right. That that show seems so easy. All you have to do is think 
what is the most obvious answer? And and I do hate it. No one's ever, like, answered something and their family member look at him and go, Are you fucking stupid? What yeah. the fuck kind of answer is that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what the <laughs> hell is even that? Don't you fucking want this 10 grand, Linda? What the hell? What the hell is even that? <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> All right, we're going to do a beer tug, then we're finally going to get into spook shit, so. Yeah, let's do it. Let's have ourselves <laughs> spooky <laughs> shit. We'll do that. A mostly sober beer chug to Josh. To Steve being, Harvey. To Steve Harvey and Josh being related to him. You pine, good answer. <sighs> oh, well. all right. A fucking half hour in. Yeah, we're here. We didn't make one lick of sense yet. Nope. Is that like? Do you come here for sense? I don't. No. No one's listening for cents. I'm hoping no. to make sense from here. Yeah, a little bit of change. A couple cents. A couple, ch- couple cents. No about that ching, chang, chang. Some De Niro. Some De Nora. <laughs> you fucking leave that town out of it. What? De Nora. Oh, trash. <laughs> trash, bro. It's pretty trash. Dude, this is the second week in a row my feet's been up. What's this deal? Put them down. I like them up. Just like your penises. Up. <laughs> up. Okay, well... We're gonna do fucking. Everybody knows like Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, Mothman, Big Dick B, uh, Big Dick B. Yeah, uh, everybody knows Big Dick. Everybody B. knows. Big everybody Dick B. know that's Big Dick B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Pikachu right there. <laughs> <laughs> floor shit. But anyway, we're gonna talk about some of the three floor shits. Lesser known cryptozoological creatures that seem to be. Roaming the world. No shit. Yes. You, why are you acting surprised? You knew this is what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing it for the audience, in fact. Uh-huh. Doing it for the audience. Yeah, because like, he's wow, just no sitting there with his arms crossed. No shit. No wow. shit. Tell me, wow. Tell me more about Tell those. Me. Like, did he have a car? Yeah. <laughs> Does... Does he have a dick? <laughs> <laughs> See, even just the word dick is, like, funny. <laughs> yeah. Does he have a pee-pee? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you which one's not funny, though. What's that one? Cock. Yeah, cock's really not funny. That's, that's more of an offensive That's word. an adult word. It's grotesque. Yeah. yeah it's like, you don't say, you when you're changing your that's baby. Only, that's like porn-only word. <laughs> yeah, it's it's say you have a kid and you're teaching him to potty chain. It's not like, come on, son, pull out your cock. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, man, that's so true, too. I feel like you start your, out. Pull like, your little cock out. <laughs> Like, uh, like I'm saying, you have like a like a chart of words for like age. Yeah. Like you have a baby. It's like, oh, look at his little pee pee. Yeah, right. You got a pee pee. Like one through two. And then you yeah. got a kid. Then he's a kid. Once and you're he- over ten, you cannot call it a pee pee. No, anymore. you're done now. Then your kid. Now, it's now switched to Wang or Wiener. You, yeah, Wang Wiener is a kid. <laughs> oh, girl, you want this pee pee? <laughs> you play your cards right. <laughs> you gonna get this pee? You gonna get this big old fat pee pee? <laughs> Okay, well, let's go through the words. Let's go through the words real quick before we get into this. Okay, you adjectives for penis. PP, wiener, uh, wang. Yeah. And then, like, you Dong. That, dong's a good one. Dong. Your uh, penis is still, like... Chode. Genitalia. Chode. Genitalia is what you'd say to police. Your slong. That's what you say to your doctor. <laughs> Professionals get that. Yeah. Uh, you give the genitalia to I the have a rash on my uh, pubiscus. <laughs> Yo, dog, I got a rash on this dick, dude. 
<laughs> Yo, my cock got a rash. Okay, wait. So we're oh, gonna man. go. It's it's PP. Yeah. Wiener. Yes. Uh, wang. Wang. Mm. Penis. Dong. Dong. Dick. Yeah. Cock. Then mm. black. What? what? <laughs> Based on the signs. That's the most, oh, I didn't know this was going in size. This is a timeline of size. <laughs> I didn't know it was going in, going in order of mass. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah. I guess Wang would come after Dong then, I guess. Or before Dong. Dong's right... <laughs> do, do, still can't get over it. the fucking... <laughs> Come on, little Johnny, pull out that cock. Pull out that little cock. Put your little little cock out. (laughs) Take your cock out, point it to the bowl. (laughs) Aim right here, you don't want no backsplash. You're right, no no parent has ever said that to their kid, I don't think. Definitely not. (laughs) Definitely not. It's like, especially changing, like you're wiping its ass, like, oh, watch his cock. (laughs) Pull his cock out. (laughs) This is terrible. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, bring it in. We got it. We got it. Talking about monsters. Monster. <laughs> Monster cocks! <laughs> he brought it up. He got cock on the brain. Penis brain. I just it was that beer go everywhere, dude. Fuck. Monster talk. Monster talk. Monster talk. Talking about monsters. We're talking about monsters on this here, this here episode. <laughs> Got a little urban there. <laughs> we were talking about them monsters. <laughs> monsters. Okay, oh, we're going now? Yeah, we're going. We're, 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 we're serious. We're, we're serious, serious we're boys? Serious All right, serious boys now. Serious boys. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first one we're going to cover, if anyone is still listening, is uh, the Skinwalker. Oh, this is my favorite one, actually. Word? Mm-hmm. Can okay. I tell you what I know about it? Sure. I just... I, this is my guess on it. That's probably not right. You're wrong. All right. Let's hear it. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell yeah, us. Yeah, you just no, talking I'm, about I, I've, I've, So, I, it's it's a spirit, I, I would imagine, of some sort of... The way that I've always heard it was it was like a, like a Indian burial ground type deal. And it has something to do with the Native Americans somehow, or perhaps... It often does. Okay. And they are able to take form of somebody else in some way and use their body in mischievous ways. That's the, that's the way that I've always understood uh, it to be. Yeah, yeah, in a broad sense, yeah. yeah. That's in, all Navajo, I got. in Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Oh. Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters, such as the coyote, but can include other creatures, usually those associated with death or bad omens. They might also possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies by locking eyes with something else. Skinwalker could also be a male or female. Okay, so I was totally unaware of the whole animal thing. It's mainly animals, almost always. Which is way more creepier than people, because then if you lock eyes with the the, the, the animal, then now they're you. Oh, fuck, man. Right? Is that how that works? Yeah. Skinwalker stories told among the Navajo children may be 
complete life and death struggles that end in either Skinwalker or Navajo killing the other or partial encounter stories. I, I, I'm not a good reader, like, whatsoever, bro. It's all right. We, I don't we think, got, any, I don't I think anyone here reads over sixth yeah. grade level. No. So. Yeah, we're, are you smarter than a fifth grader? None of us in this room. No, oh, I definitely I wouldn't am. even claim to be. No. Okay, that's basically all I got. Okay. okay. So... <laughs> I did a little. That's bit why of, I trust him with doing shit. I did a little <laughs> bit of Reddit research on the Skinwalkers. Lot big, I, full Reddit threads on just Skinwalkers. Really? Yeah. Most of these. Zach sent me a little list of of the cryptids he had, and almost none of them have a large community on on Reddit, aside from the Skinwalker one. The guy that told me about the Skinwalkers is, is Joe Rose, the guy that helped us with all of our setup and building a computer and things. Joe he's Rose, like, I, he's seen one. Oh, I, I bet tell. he. I bet he has. He. Just, it just feels like he may have noticed one at one point. Now, but, when once you believe in this conspiracy, you'll kind of see it in everything, and that's why it's a viral conspiracy. Because, like, you know, on this Reddit thread, there's a lot of like, you know, videos that you would see as like harmless, like weird animal encounters. But it's like until you know, until you think about it from a skinwalker perspective, and like, you know, like. Some a, a bear comes up to someone's door and is like, you know, looking in the window and shit and being weird. You're like, yo, that's a skinwalker and yeah, shit. Yeah, like when when you believe in that shit, like you normally a normal person just like looks at it and it's like, oh, there's yeah, just looking for some curious ass bear or like yeah. some weird fucking billy goat I, coming up to your house out here looking like for like a standing on his basket. back legs, like looking over your fence or something. But once you look through through the skinwalker conspiracy lens, then you're like, oh shit, that's a very abnormal animal. Doing some abnormal yeah, shit. Yeah, trying to really engage with me for some reason. What's that about? Does it make you like not want to have pets? <laughs> Definitely not. Not at all. Like, but, man, man, if Mango's a skinwalker, I'm going to be big sad. But, like... I think you're good there. <laughs> right. I think you're all right, yeah. <laughs> but, um... I need another beer. <laughs> I will get you one. That's always good. Don't give me that. I won't give you that shit. Um... But one of wow. the creepier ones I read was, like, a kid that said when he was, like, 13 years old, he was hunting with his grandpa. And they watched this buck. They were out hunting. And they watched this buck, like, walking through the woods, and they were, like, getting ready to shoot it. And it just, like, started bashing its head off of a fucking rock. What? And they're watching it, like, literally, like, dismember its fucking head. Like, killed itself? <clears throat> bashing its head off a rock until the point that it was, like, bleeding, and there was, like, fucking... Its whole head was split open, and like its brains were out, and then it like licked up its brains for a minute, and then literally haunched up on its hind legs like a fucking humanoid, and walked straight into this river that they were right next to, and he was like, it freaked my grandpa out so bad that he like moved away. What? Yeah. Well, some. And he was like, I've never been to the woods ever since. Like, you said it was a goat, me. right? It was a deer. deer. Oh, deer. Okay. Because a, goats have been known if they are paralyzed. Goats make sense. If they're paralyzed in the front legs, they will teach themselves how to walk on hind legs. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Oh, yeah. What a smart-ass animal. Weird. Those videos goats come up a like, lot. They, those videos come up a lot on the on the Skinwalker Reddit thread goats. Too, of goats walking on their hind legs. But and, I knew that about goats anyway. So Okay, so that that's, that's a debunkable thing, right? Like, okay, maybe... They're just paralyzing the front legs is what they do. But goats are, like, known to climb weird-ass fucking, like, verticals anyways. Yeah, like, yeah. that's just kind of their thing. But 
If, if, I see, if I saw a goat walk on its hind legs, I'd be a little freaked out. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. There was a lot of red threads on people that say they claim a lot of coyotes. That there was coyotes in the road and they slowed down and the coyote like really like approached the car and like tried to like... Like a dog type deal. Yeah. And, and then like people had seen them like go on their hind legs and shit like that. That's a lot of the red thread stuff. I've only witnessed one coyote my whole life. And... I was I was driving down 40 and it jumped over a Jersey barrier. I told about that, talked about this. And, I remember you saying this. And, yeah. and Zach was like, "City boy," and <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only time I've ever ever seen a coyote, and it was weird for me. I've lived on a farm my whole life. I caught one glimpse of a coyote my entire life. They're nocturnal for the most part. They don't almost ever come out in the day. The only time I ever saw one was. I lived upstairs from my brother. I lived in the upstairs apartment. He lived in the downstairs of one of the farmhouses. And they were away for a night. They had their golden retriever tied up out in the yard on, like, a runner. And my wife woke me up at, like, 3 in the morning. And was like, hey, Bella's outside on the runner. There's all kinds of dogs barking out there. I think they're coyotes or something. And I ran out the door. They were getting ready to kill her. Yeah, right. It was a bunch of them. You could just hear them yipping like crazy, like communicating right because coyotes hunting packs right and they definitely take down the golden retriever with like, no know, problem oh, like four, yeah. four, four of them or something would definitely yeah. take down a golden retriever even two maybe uh, I don't know about that but maybe but um, I ran out the door and they I saw one of them and they just as soon as I got out the door they fucking scattered oh yeah because they're terrified oh they're of terrified of humans yeah. but that was the only time I ever I lived on a farm my whole life that was the only coyote I ever saw meanwhile your heart's racing like fuck I'm gonna have to shoot some coyotes <laughs> I knew they weren't gonna fucking I knew they were gonna disperse as soon as I got out there but I did run out there with my gun oh like, hell yeah you never know man yeah might have been a long time since the last meal you never know how desperate a, a, a like a starved animal will get Right. Oh, 100%. Especially if it's a skinwalker. I mean, if they were getting ready to kill a golden retriever, they were pretty desperate. fucking desperate. They, yeah. they don't do things like that. No. There's a video I saw from, like, Indonesia or something. Like a camera like you have on your your, your door. And this family's pet dog sleeping outside on a porch. And fucking panther come down, just, like, stared at it for a solid 30 seconds and just woof. Right on to Right it. on its neck. No uh, on shit. what? A dog? On the family's dog. Fucking lab. Oh, I could believe that. Tore it, be- it tore it apart. I couldn't look away. Cats are a different animal, though, dude. Yeah. They're wild, man. Cats are fucking scary, dude. If you own a house cat. You, you know that. And you think, what would this thing be if it were 100 pounds? Yeah, exactly. And this motherfucker thinks he can beat a mountain lion. Yeah, he's out of his mind. I can out beat a mountain lion. I'm telling you, I can. We can try, probably set it up. Drop Let's, you in the vast uh, we'll wilderness of the Appalachian Mountains. Cage match. Me and for the charity. mountain lion. Cage match for charity. <laughs> we'll donate your fucking body to science, whatever's left of it. I'll, I'll be able to kill a mountain lion. The, the, the crazy part about that whole thing was the fact that it did come out of the dude killed a mountain lion whenever he got attacked by one on a hike. Like weeks after the you hike. Saying, yeah, but they said it was like a juvenile mountain lion, too. I'd hope that's what I ran into. A little juvie yeah. boy. I'd be all right with killing a little juvie boy. A little preteen. Yeah, a little preteen. You like killing preteens? What? Wow. Okay, wow. let's take a most sober beer chug. All right, let's do it. To move on to the next creepy, creepy boy. Creepy tid. Creepy boy. Creepy tid. Oh, 
Rosina Stone. <laughs> or Meta Stone? Rosetta, uh, Rosetta Stone. Ro- yeah. Learn so how to read Mikey better. Mikey and Big Bob. It is. A Mikey and Big Bob thing. Don't you hate them? I thought you hated them or something. I don't care. I, don't, I, don't, I never listen to them. I love them. Okay. <laughs> Go marry them then. I would. Okay, the next I, one we're going to talk about is kind of... It's a known one. People talk about it a lot. Okay. It's called the Ogopogo. Acapogo. Mm-hmm. The Ogopogo. Its name means lake demon. Mm. That's interesting. The Ogopogo is the name given to a cryptid lake monster reported to live in Lake Okanagan in British Columbia, Canada. In 1926, a, a sighting is claimed to have occurred in the Okanagan Mission Beach. This event was supposedly witnessed by about 30 cars of people who all claimed to have seen the same exact thing. In 1968, Art Folden filmed what is claimed to be footage of the alleged creature showing a large wake moving across the water. A computer analysis of the footage concluded that it was a solid, three-dimensional object. And in 2011, a cell phone video captured two dark shapes in the water, a suggestion explaining that the video shows two logs, though. Ogopogo has been allegedly seen by First Nation people since the 19th century. The most common description of the Ogopogo is a 40 to 50 foot long sea serpent. British cryptozoologist Carl Shooker has categorized the Ogopogo as a many hump. It's a variety of lake monster because you know the humps, the many humps, humps coming out. That you see, yeah, yes, and it suggested it may be kind of primitive serpent. A serpent whale such as the basilosaurus that hmm. lived 40 million years ago however because the physical evidence for the beast is limited to unclear photographs and film it has also been suggested that the sightings are misidentifications of common animals such as otters and in- inanimate objects such as floating logs it is also possible Triflo, that yeah. it is a plesiosaur <laughs> mosasaur or pilosaur I don't believe it's a fucking mosasaur maybe it's a lapras there's a myth there's a myth that in the middle of the lake there is a cave and that cave is where the Ogopogo lives. A plesiosaur sounds like a, a dinosaur that's very desperate for your approval. <laughs> well, a plesiosaur isn't a dinosaur. <laughs> it's a marine reptile. <laughs> and that is what is to believe what Nessie is. Okay. So well, uh, well first off, I have this question, I know you'll know the answer. What separates a dinosaur from an ancient reptile like a plesiosaur? I will actually... I want to be 100% right with this, so I will, in fact, look it up. <laughs> I have an idea, but I'm I don't curious. want to say something okay, wrong. Okay, say, say the name of this creature again. While you're the looking. Ogopogo. Ogopogo. Okay, I looked into this a little bit. Actually, in this lake... I'm guessing in this lake. I know it's in a lake, but I'm pretty sure it's this lake. There is an actual statue of this creature under the water that divers can find, and they often take pictures with it. No shit. Yeah, it's under the water, and you'll see. You could look it up. There's tons of pictures of divers like with this statue, the Ogopogo of statue. The, uh, uh, in, in, if you were like just diving and didn't know it was there, it'd probably freak you the fuck out. No shit. I'm sure yeah. it would. But it's like you can actually someone's like names carved into the neck of it. And oh shit. my! It's like, Tim's Ogopogo. Yeah, like bitches. 
But it would be cool as fuck to just stumble upon if you were diving or something. Right. Probably scared the goddamn hell out of you. Dude, I would not want to be scared underwater. It's like my least favorite place to yeah, be scared. Yeah, can you imagine? That's how I always felt about, like, the water in general ever since, like, Jaws as a kid and shit. Like, the right. second I'm, I'm underwater, even in, like, a swimming pool, I can freak myself out because of, like... We talked about this the other, the other yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. last week we did. Okay, I have your answer, and it's pretty much exactly what I thought. Now, ask me the question again. What separates a dinosaur from, say, an aquatic reptile of the same era? That there's two. There's two lived? reasons. There's because, two differences. Because, because like alligators and stuff were technically dinosaurs, from what I understand, because they probably did exist at the time of dinosaurs. The same reason would be for one. What's the difference between mammals and reptiles? Uh, that's what I kind of figured. The other one is the dinosaurs. Their bodies have. The stand up straight. Well, I don't know. Well, 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 they're not dinosaurs. weren't mammals either, so that no. confuses but it, me too. What they do but it has nothing to do with mammals. I'm just saying, yeah, yeah, warm yeah. and cold blooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, would be the first difference. The second one is the proportions of, uh, yeah, exactly. And again, eggs versus live births. And well, uh, the, the, the same thing though. Both lay eggs. Repti- not, reptiles not. lay eggs, and so do dinosaurs. You're right. Yeah. But I'm getting here. Marine reptiles such as Plesiosaurus uh, are not dinosaurs, nor is Dimetrodon or other reptiles in the same group. Mam- uh, previously, they were previously called mammal-like reptiles. Okay. Oh. Not now called synapsids. None of these other extinct groups share the same characteristics of the upright stance of dinosaurs. Okay, that, so, ma- that, that is, makes the I most mean, sense. One hundred percent different. Although is- not all dinosaurs had an upright stance either. How you mean? Like a triceratops didn't have an upright stance. Yeah. Standing up straight. Oh, you mean like that low... The legs under your body. Marine reptiles have flippers on the sides of their body. Okay. I, I was thinking more in relation to like an alligator or something. I see what but, you mean. Okay, I get what you're like, saying. Well, well, alligators are on all fours. You, you, they're even, still upright. Yes, because an alligator's not doesn't have an upright no, stance because its legs are on its, its side. And their belly is yeah. always on the ground. Are, you're right. They're more on the side. The belly's yeah, on the ground. Sense, actually. Belly's on the ground, man. That's it. It's the difference. Yeah, but the belly's not actually on the ground. I mean, it's... Yeah, it is. Alligator's Cent- centimeters the from the ground, I would say. But, yeah. Mm, I'm going to say alligator's belly's on the ground. You think you're dragging their belly around? Dragging their belly around. I don't around. think that's true. I think it is. I could be wrong. I don't have too much experience with alligators. Me neither. I just feel like... I feel like their 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 legs and shit are so far but like spread a out. Lizards' belly's not on the ground. I bet it rest. I bet you rest all the time. <laughs> at rest now it's at rest. <laughs> you don't think a triceratops at rest? Nah, man, it just stands <laughs> up the whole time. No, a triceratops at rest <laughs> is one hundred percent laying down, stand, standing room only, bitch. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking at rest. I feel like I'm talking to people about cows again. They're like, oh, yeah, what about cow tipping? I'm like, well, cows don't sleep standing up. And they're like, yeah, they do. I, I know people who went cow tipping. I'm like, they might have tipped over a cow, but he wasn't sleeping. They <laughs> fucking lay down <laughs> all the time. was wide awake. <laughs> they lay down all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> when they're not sleeping, I'm sure they sleep laying down, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, ma'am, I got a bed. What'd you stand up for? So I sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird fucking cow <laughs> that you came across. <laughs> Still asleep and standing up. He probably makes strawberry milk. Yeah, that was like the number one question I get, like having been grown up on a dairy farm. It's like, what about you ever been cow tipping? I'm like, no, because no one's been cow tipping. <laughs> <laughs> Did you run into a cow tipper? 
No, because they don't exist because cows don't sleep standing up. It's like the most common misconception about cows I've ever heard. <laughs> Who came up with this? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know where cow tipping came from. Maybe you can actually... Bored-ass kids? Maybe, maybe if you run up on a cow standing still and you push it, you might be able to tip it over. I don't know. But, Who knows? But they, they aren't sleeping. They don't sleep standing up. Like, that's what people think. They don't. <laughs> they Are don't. we ready to move on from the Ogo Pogo? Or does anybody what does have? What does it look like? No, I'm, you, I'm curious. A serpent, a serpent-like creature. You heard what I said about the statue, though. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? That's fucking awesome. Yeah, like and you can look at this lake. Tons of scuba divers take pictures underwater with that statue. It's badass. I mean, and, I, like, and I would like look a, it up. That's like a big thing nervous. in this area, apparently, of the British Columbia. Is that what it was? Yes. Uh, that's like a big thing, like on the playgrounds and shit around there. They have like Ogopogo statues. Ogopogo, like, like instead of the horse, yeah, like to sit on and shit. Like, like no it, shit. it's a super common thing around there. Yeah, like it's like Nessie. Oh, so they're not harmful? I would assume they're I don't not know. harmful. They're mythological, but they're just embraced by the area. Okay, so just like Loch Ness monster up at Loch Ness, that's embraced for sure. Exactly, just like Champ, Lake Champlain, and. And the Mothman and Mongi in West Virginia. Mongi's. I wish the Mongi was more embraced. Yeah. You want to start a Mongi? I got to tell you something while we're on cryptids, just because it just popped in my head. I was talking to my wife's grandpa one day. Did he see Mongi? No, he didn't see Mongi. But he was a uh, freight truck driver. That's what he did. Like back in like seventies, eighties, early nineties, and stuff. That's what he was doing. He actually like was like a freight driver for like a glass company or something strange like that. Wow. But um. He passed over the bridge that was the Mothman Bridge collapse less than an hour before it collapsed. No, no fucking shit. shit. Yes, yeah. that's crazy. He told me that like like a year ago. Yeah, he said he was on his way home. He went across that bridge. He was almost home, and he stopped at like a truck stop or whatever, and like used the payphone, called called home to his wife, like check on the kids before they went to bed or whatever. And she was like, I was worried about you, blah, blah, blah. The, the, the bridge collapsed in... Come on. I don't know what town it is. Point much. Pleasant. Point Pleasant, yes. God damn, Matt, I forgot that. Point Pleasant. <laughs> it's like Virginia. common knowledge up here, bro. He don't was... ask me to do math, but I can tell you where the Mothman Bridge is, 100%. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, I, I passed over it less than an hour ago. What? Yeah. Curious. What brought that conversation up between you and I your wife's grandpa? I have no fucking clue. Um, I have no idea. But does, I, it, somebody does he me- listen to the podcast? I don't bro? know. Somebody mentioned something. About, it wasn't even like on Mothman, but something men- mentioned something about that bridge collapsing, like in in the early nineties or late eighties, whenever it happened. And your and, fucking conspiracy radar went off. And he, and I, my, I, my radar didn't even go off until he was like, "Yeah, I, I went across that bridge that day, like beep, 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 within beep. hours of it happening." <laughs> And I was like, that's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> I was like, did you see a Mothman? Did you see some giant bird <laughs> on top chance. of it anywhere or anything? <laughs> God, we need to know these things. Dude, it'd be crazy if he did see it, though. <laughs> We're getting so him awesome. on a show, if that's the case. Tell us about the Mothman Bridge. <laughs> everything you know. That's it. Welcome to the most of the podcast. Tell us about it. No beard chugs. Yeah, go. dude. Blew my mind when he told me that. That's crazy. Think, that well, is hours, crazy. Hours. Within a, an hour or two. From a collapsing, he Yo, went across that bridge. He may have been this close to w- eyewitnessing the Mothman. Yeah, we were this close to knowing an eyewitness of the Mothman. Damn, that close, Damn. that close. 
Or he would. I can picture him driving down the road. <laughs> yeah. What the, the hell is even that? <laughs> <laughs> Mothman's like, Daddy, chill. <laughs> Daddy, chill. His friend's about to go. <laughs> Get across. Daddy, chill. Chill, Grandpa. <laughs> Get across. <laughs> Get across. All right, we ready to move on? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, we're going to talk about the Owl Man. Oh, oh! I, didn't, I did not research this one. This is research ended. Keep asking the same questions, but I don't see your feet in a branch. <laughs> yeah, did it, I don't know. I'm sure neither of you saw it because it was it wasn't viral, but it was a video I saw and it was so fucking funny. You know the like the little claw things you get at like a like a carnival when it's like a like a shark's mouth or oh, something. Oh yeah, you can like you know like a grabber. Uh-huh. Like a, like a like a three foot long like grabbing arm, and you could like pull the trigger and it opens the mouth like a gopher grab, like exact exactly like a gopher grab. But it he's talking with one, and he has like a regular you know like uh, great white head or whatever, and he's like, "Hey guys, uh, I, I gotta let you I gotta let you know that one of us here has been possessed by an owl." And then he goes to like a like a hammerhead. You know, grab her or whatever, and he's like, "Who?" And the guy's like, "Exactly, we don't know who." It, and he just shakes his head and looks back at him. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the shark puppets before, yeah. you know, and they're always fucking hysterical. Fucking who? Who? All right, we're gonna talk about the owl man. Who? The owl man is the name given to a large owl-like humanoid entity, notice noticeably smaller than the Mothman. It lives in Cronwall, England, and has been sighted several times. The first sighting took place in 1976 in the village of Monan. The Owlman is sometimes seen as an English counterpart to the Mothman due to the similarities between the Mothman and the Owlman. How big is the Mothman again? Like humanoid size. Okay, like so this guy is significantly smaller than the Mothman. Imagine Mothman. He's the, he's the Owlman, hanging out with the fucking Loveland Frogs. In the year of 1976, a paranormal researcher by the name of Tony Doc Shields came forward with claiming that he had investigated a report of two young girls on holiday in Monan who saw a large-winged creature hovering above the church tower on April 17, 1976. Hmm. Some stories vary, but most are consistent when it comes to what the girls described as an owl man. On July 3rd, 14-year-old Sally Chapman was camping with her friend Barbara Perry in the woods near near the church. According to her account, she stood outside her tent. She heard hissing sound and turned to see a figure that looked like an owl as big as a man with pointed ears and red eyes. The girls reported that the creature flew up to the air, revealing a black pincer-like claw. Sightings of this figure continued to be reported the following day when it was described more as like a silver gray. And on two occasions, two years later, in June and August 1978, all within the vicinity of the same church. Because I'm church owl. Because of both of the sightings, because both of the 1970 sightings involved Doc Shields and eccentric with a fondness of hoaxes, researcher Jonathan Downs acknowledged that Shields could, however, could have invented the owl man. However, Downs claims to have interviewed a young man who calls, who whom he calls Gavin who encountered the Owlman in 1989, independently of Shield, so he has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Gavin and his girlfriend came to have seen the creature come out about five foot tall. The legs had high ankles, and the feet were large and black with two huge toes on the visible side. Mm 
The creature was gray with brown, and the eyes definitely glowed. Here's my thoughts on it instantly. This dude's doing it for, like, publicity at some point, obviously. You said that he was, like, known for hoaxes, I guess. And then this dude in, like, 1989 discovered all this information about him. was like, I'm going to jump on that bandwagon real quick. That's how I feel about the Owlman. I can get behind that. Yeah, the Owlman sounds actually scary as fuck, but... I'm at the bunker. Not not a lot to go on there. I like the idea of the Owlman, I guess. Not nearly as scary as the Mothman. No, that's definitely terrifying. Because people like owls. I like owls. No one likes moths. No. I definitely dislike owls. I like really. I like those big green moths, like those like great Ven- moths, moth? uh, giant moths. Perfectly ultimate great moth. Yeah, those were. <laughs> those ones are like. What was super that fucking g- kid's name? Which one? The kid that had all the moth cards, all the bugs. Oh, uh, what was his name? He had like man eater bug and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, he fought like, Yugi on the grass playing field. Yeah, what the fuck was his name? I can picture him right now. Me too. Not my. He's not a Yu-Gi-Oh man. No. Yeah, it's definitely not a the up Harv's alley. You didn't summon. You didn't go to the Shadow Realm. I never, never went to. Never the, even dipped a toe into Yu-Gi-Oh one bit. You should have. I was dipped. never a Pokemon kid either. Yeah, it's Weevil Wonderwood, dude. It is Weevil. Yeah. <laughs> Weevil. All right, I'm gonna reveal the title. Does anyone have anything else to say on uh, Owlboy? Mm-mm. No. Why are we revealing the title? Is this the the home run fucking conspiracy? Oh hell no. Oh. I'm just going to reveal the title in this paragraph because it gives it some more suspense. All right, I hope I can underline it and highlight it for everybody. In the winter of 1967... Is it called the winter of 1967? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> a no-nonsense Missouri farmer had a run-in with a horde of strange, scurrying entities <sighs> that he can only describe them as green space penguins. So we're calling this one Space Penguins? Green Space Penguins. (laughs) This is insane. On the bone-chilling morning of February 14th, 1967, a 64-year-old farmer by the name of Claude Edwards woke up to attend to his duties on a remote parcel of Nan near Tuscumba, whatever bumfuck place (laughs) in Missouri this dude was from. (laughs) As the sun rose low on the horizon, Edwards bundled up to the face... Edwards bundled up to face the bitter day, never imagining that he was about to have a face-to-face encounter with the unknown. The space green, penguin. green space penguins. Edward was a simple, hard-working, salt-of-the-earth Midwester who had no time for any kind of foolishness or tomfoolery. I Reg- said tomfoolery <laughs> early in this episode. <laughs> it came up twice. Tom Foolery? Really? Two times? <laughs> he had no time for any kind of foolishness or Tom Foolery regarding aliens, flying saucers, or the like, so his worn boots tampered across the icy rock stone slope that took him from his home to his barn. Nice. Nothing could have sh- shocked him more than what... Than what... Hold on. Nothing could have shocked him more than to see what appeared to be a UFO sitting in one of his nearby fields. Just hanging out. Edwards stated that before he saw the unusual object, the first thing he noticed was that all of the cattle in his east field were, were gazing in the same direction. 
They're all looking like all of his cows and shit are looking over. Cows at the Cows are nosy bitches. I'm not surprised by this. <laughs> like they really are. Something weird's going on. They flock to it, dude. The fuck's going on over there? Like, yo, moo. yo, this moo. is different. Moo, 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 <laughs> moo, moo. That's uh, scary. Moo. <laughs> What's that fucking from? It's like moo, 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 moo. That's South Park aliens. Yes. <laughs> it is. It moo, is moo, moo. <laughs> That's what these penguins are doing. No. <laughs> That's what the fucking cows are doing, looking at this UFO, nosy-ass cows. Intrigued, Edwards followed their stairs through a grove of trees and was astounded to see what he described as a massive, grayish-green mushroom-like object, which hmm. was perched atop a uh, circular tube in the, in the meadow adjacent to his barn. Almost as if on autopilot, the former continued to the barn, his eyes never leaving the UFO. He set down the feed bucket he'd been hefting and launched the latched the door shut. With his barn secured, Edwards then turned back towards the peculiar object occupying his field, and that's when he saw something he would never forget. A group of tiny, strange creatures hastily swarming beneath the object. Edwards estimated that he was separated from the odd entities about 70 feet of land, two wire fences, and the smattering of cows. 70 feet is not far. The ghastly farmer was not pleased by like the fact that yards. right that his fact the guy was not pleased that the no, fact that, that actually it's like my bad 15 yards totally screw me up here uh, I'm sorry guys. but dude, that's way less than 35 yards yeah, that's, that's like a, a first pretty down. fucking close yeah it's like a first down a little bit more than first down yeah that's like 13 yards yeah it's not far <clears throat> let me find where I was the little ass man underneath the fucking thing 70 yards away Sorry, I, was to, I was trying to use feet to yard math, which is not easy. <laughs> it was a 3.5 yards? 3 yards. 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3, 3 feet per yard. 3 feet per yard. Okay. And we're looking at how far? 70 yards? Yeah. 70 feet, I mean? 70 yards. 70, 70 yards. yards. No, 70, no, 70 feet. feet. 70 feet of land, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's close. Okay, ready? Yeah. Still can't do the math. <laughs> the ghastly farmer... The Me neither. <laughs> the ghastly farmer was not pleased by the fact that his cows were being spooked or that his property was being trespassed on, even if said trespasser happened to hail from out of this world. The farmer, no doubt fueled by a combination of curiosity and adrenaline, climbed the first gate and started walking directly toward the alien interlopers. As Edwards reached the second gate, the diminutive creatures began moving in an even more agitated fashion. Edwards would later describe these miniature monsters as being approximately three foot in height and having a grayish-green complexion much like their ship. Although, it would seem that these beings were on the green side a bit. Also, it would seem that these beings had no hands or that their arms were moving too swiftly for Edwards to even see them. Edwards also claimed that these aliens were wearing goggles or had large, wide-set black eyes. They also had dark protrubulars where their noses and mouths ought to have been, whether or not believed to... to whether or not he believed the protrusion to be a natural part of the physical features or some sort of protective or, or possibly breathing apparatus is not clear. Although the connection may be tentative at best, wow. when hearing the description of the Tusculumba aliens, it is difficult not to have it invoke memories of the encounter reported by a pair of Finnish lumberjacks in 1971. I like that he said that they had breathing apparatuses. apparatuses. Yeah, that's exactly Only where I was. Yeah. 
that is like the one thing always missing from a UFO experience. You never hear about aliens having a breathing apparatus, which they would almost certainly need. Right. Considering, I mean, even if they were oxygen-breathing mammals, they would not expect that they to be here. They wouldn't need. They wouldn't. I mean, almost certainly, they wouldn't have the correct ratio. That's of oxygen to, to hydrogen to, to everything else to, to breathe in. It, it, it's always it would be it, too dramatic. I always that. thought that. I always thought that was the strangest thing missing yeah. out of you out of alien experiences of people is that like. They almost certainly couldn't breathe the exact same, same air. Even if they yeah. were oxygen-breathing mammals, they almost certainly couldn't breathe the exact same, right. same Unless air. Unless we're so we... goddamn delicate that or, we're not advanced enough or to that, do that. Or that life in, in our universe is so delicate that it can only breathe... This air. All life can only breathe exactly one type of atmospheric oxygen. Yeah. Which seems insane to me. Right. But even if it was, it would still make the possibilities of beings in the universe immense to, to a point that's insane. Yeah, but in, in the point to where the like these guys are coming from the same place that obviously has the same levels, right? Like that would be weird. Yeah, and how would you know that? I mean, I guess you could send down some drones or yeah, something. Like, oh, Who look knows? at that, same shit. Yeah, we, we can land there. We're, yeah, we're, good. we're good. No helmets. But is that really what they're doing? No, like, hell you, no. You, You're you, landing there like, I ain't taking this you, off, you didn't, bro. You didn't develop the technology to build breathing apparatuses to land on anything. You're just going to be like, yeah, oh, uh, let's just pick out the spots that we can, we that, try that the atmosphere is okay with us. Try this out. Yeah. <laughs> Edwards watched in wonder as the bizarre creatures buzzed back and forth directly beneath the odd device. Arms, arms possibly swinging at their sides. He would later claim that these invaders resembled little green penguins with no visible neck. Edwards also stated that he could not clearly discern what manner of locomotion they were employing with the lower extremities. When I read Space Penguins, I thought it was going to be ten times more bizarre than, than what it this. is. Yeah. Because he describes the penguins in a totally ambiguous manner that's like, they didn't have to be penguin-like. They're just, mm. That was just like the shape, size. That if I described. were to compare them to something that I know, yeah, that's it. Like a little green penguin, which is the green makes even more <laughs> sense too, because for <laughs> some strange reason, all aliens are green yeah. or gray to our eyesight, which Hence is strange. the lighting in here, Harv. Good choice of color, by the way. I like it. I know. <laughs> At this point, Edwards, like any primal man defending his property minus weapons picked up a pair of bulky rocks and approached what at this point he was convinced was a UFO. In fact, Edwards would later state that his intention was to use the rocks to throw at the device and puncture holes inside of it to prevent it from taking off. He wanted to capture those This motherfucker is resilient. Yeah, I, I've been gone. As the former... Been like, as soon as I saw something weird, I'd be like, yo, I'm going back in my house. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. this. <laughs> Hiding out. <laughs> Put me in a basement. Looking out the window, but this dude's like, I'm taking this bitch down <laughs> by I myself. These, I got these rocks. <laughs> I got As, these. Yeah, these people have the power to travel through the universe. I'm going to take them down with the rocks. <laughs> Just to see what's going on here. <laughs> About to figure this out. <laughs> farmer mentality. <clears throat> As the farmer got within 15 feet of the mushroom and electric and the electric entities, he was abruptly stopped by some sort of force field. Edwards claimed that he could neither see nor targetably feel it, but that the pressure uh, the but the pressure the invisible barrier emitted was unmistakable 
according to Edwards. Here's a quote. I thought it was going to go right up to... I thought I was going to go right up to it. I got the, up there, and I just I, like walked up against a wall that smacked me in the face. Like, invisible. Yo! What year is this? Sorry to make you scroll up. Lose your place. Yeah, I'm definitely going to lose my, my place. My bad. But I had to know. Especially with that type of, like, information. What a great description, honestly. 1967. Man, that, yeah. that, th- those kind of, like, alien encounters, as stupid as they sound. And the second Zach sent me this this list, You're like, Space Bang on. ones, like, Space bottom Bang of ones was the first one I was like, yo, how stupid is this fucking episode going to get in, like, the weeds of cryptozoology, which can get pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. But, like... That is a great, that is a phenomenal old UFO description. It honestly is. Like, mushroom shaped. And like, makes sense. And like, this is before precedents are set for UFO descriptions. Like, everyone wants to go, oh, yeah, I saw little green guys and a flying saucer. Big heads. Like, oh, yeah, they had a force field. But like, the way this guy describes it, well before these technologies are known. In a farm guy. Like, his vocabulary probably, like you said, yeah, isn't like that how great. M- how much does he even know about, like, alien right. alien belief systems? My man at, at fucks with dairy like, and vegetables, dude. Yeah, that's like, it. that's a fucking good story, yeah. man. I, I'm actually, my mind's kind of blown. I, the, like I said, there was the st- stupidest name on the list of, of, of cryptic, cryptids. cryptids for this episode. And, man, it's been the best one, honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a good description. And because, like, like I said, like, he did, he... Penguin like, but he didn't say they were penguins. No. Like, I'm not picturing those penguins at all anymore. And like, it just—it sounds like a pretty fucking cool, believable yeah. story. And like, how stupid you sound in the time, right? Also factors in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you like, don't—you don't want to sound like a dumbass. And he's, like, it's easy to come out with a UFO experience now, right? In the 60s, when you're a farmer trying to mind your own shit. And you have, there's like zero imagination. There's no video games based shit off of. There's no movies. Like, I really, I always say this, you know that, I really believe that this motherfucker believes what he's saying. (laughs) 100%, dude. Especially when he went, what really convinced me was that, like, and you even elaborated on it a bunch before, was that, like, the breathing apparatus thing, man. That's a that's great. It's brilliant. Yeah, it really is. You he, never hear that in a UFO story. And is this is this what is this? This is pre is this pre moon landing? Yes. Yeah, two years. Yeah, dude. A breathing. Did they even know that that was even like a possibility? That hurts. That hurts credibility. When was Roswell? Roswell was in the fifties, though. Uh, yeah, right? Roswell was in the fifties, early fifties, I think. It, it it hurts it a little bit when you say two years pre moon landing because that's when people were like really amped had up about a super it. fucking hard on for traveling the stars yeah. like like no one could stop talking about it. Can you imagine? Dude, that'd be a crazy you lived time. in a world like that they lived in, then someone yeah. was like, "Yeah, you know what? I saw some green penguins. <laughs> we gonna fly to the moon." <laughs> Like that had to break your brain for a minute. You know what I mean? Like for what? real? Yeah, what? Yeah. That? You know what the the craziest thing like people don't realize about the moon? People think, oh yeah, the moon's like this small celestial being that's that's orbiting our planet, you know, or whatever. You know you could fit every other planet in the solar system in between us and the moon? Wow, I did not know that. I that's how that. far away the moon is. It's not close at all. That's kind of scary, really. It's a long it. way 
from our rock. Dude, just imagine in. the sun, how far that away is and how fucking hot that shit is. Being that close to it or some shit? Like, fuck That's that. the other thing that breaks your brain about space is like you see, you see the world through our atmosphere. Which right. is one way. It lights up everything because it's coming through the atmosphere. It lights it up like a, like you're in a bubble, kind of. Yeah. When you're in space, even when the sun's shining, it's still dark. Yeah, right. Which breaks your brain in, in, in a weird way. <laughs> Just based off of your common understanding of what you've seen here your entire life. You can't life. survive on the moon on the dark side of it. It's too, too cold. Because yeah. it doesn't have any sun, sun rays hitting it. Yeah. It and has to rotate towards. Do you know that every time you look at the moon, you're looking at the same exact side of it? I have heard that before. Yeah, that's yeah because why. The, uh, the moon's not moving. We are. Yeah, right. The moon's it's just the fixed. Dark, it's the well, The moon's moving. But, but yeah, but it's still like it doesn't. It, the it doesn't, same face of the moon is facing Earth. At yeah, it doesn't. All. It doesn't spin on an axis. It's, yes, yes, it's, it's not. The, the moon is. We're we are we're all moving, and the moon's moving with us. But it's we facing we us. are rotating, and the Earth and the moon is not rotating in reference to Earth's surface. It the same side of the moon is facing Earth's surface at all times. It was then that Edwards, who would eventually sketch this doomed vehicle, got his first look at the soundless, <laughs> glinting vessel. He would later describe the metallic surface of the vehicle as being smooth and seamless, even going so far as to com- compare it to a shiny silk. Yo, I, yes, applaud to that guy, soundless. What a great fucking UFO sighting. I thought, that, I thought it was going to be so stupid, it was so perfect. Soundless is, like, such... It's such an amazing thing, especially after what we talked about. It doesn't need propulsion. It's not propulsion. It's moving mass. There's nothing pushing it. There's nothing pushing against against matter to move it. It's removing matter and filling the space of that matter. Being sucked into it. As what we've heard from... That's why it can go and zip off is because it eliminates all matter in the direction that it's going. And make no noise. And it just sucks like a vacuum into that space. He estimated that wow. the curved top of the craft was about 18 feet in diameter and nearly 8 feet at its apex. I just gotta say, I'm so excited that in my lifetime, we're gonna learn about aliens, and I'm almost sure about it. We're here. The stem-like tube that was supporting the object was evidently made of the same material as the doomed, domed top and stood not much higher that the being stood not much higher than the being beneath, beneath that than the beings beneath it. It wasn't, like, sitting off the ground much higher? Is that yeah. what that means? Yeah. Okay, so they were only, what? Like, we'd, we'd say, what, two feet? A they few, said three a, foot. A, yeah, okay. a few foot, feet, yeah. Okay. At this point, the perplexed... Little green dudes. The perplexed, perplexed L- farmer could also discern evenly spaced oval portals about 12 inches long and 12 inches apart situated around the lower rim of the saucer. Edwards would insist that these portals did not seem to function as windows as he could see dazzling array of colors radiating from each of the ovals. The colored lights isolated oscillated as if they were spinning behind as if they were spinning behind the portals. Mm. Edwards goes on to describe the craft. Here's another quote. The object just looked like a big shell, grayish green looking outfit. The underneath there were oblong holes where the lights were coming out. They were so bright you couldn't see when you got up there, as if color wheel was turning inside that thing. Anxiously, the, this rugged man of the, this rugged rugged man of the land backed off about ten feet, then hurled one of the rocks 
he'd gathered at this immobile object. What a ballsy what a bad motherfucker. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. The rock bounced off the impenetrable barricade noiselessly and landed on the ground. Edwards then threw his second rock even with even more force, but this one just skipped over the object like a stone over water before landing in the field behind the UFO. Yeah, I don't know if either of you are picturing this, but I'm picturing Randy Quaid from uh, <laughs> definitely not him from uh, Independence Day, the crazy <laughs> drunk guy that was like <laughs> used to be an airline pilot. I uh, used to be a, a, a Air Force pilot. Yeah, and- <laughs> dude, perfect. <laughs> and he believes in aliens, just like chucking rocks, rocks at it. Yeah, dude, that's great. As soon as he lobbed the second stone, the scuttling green critter swiftly disappeared behind the shaft supporting the craft, presumably into an access portal that was concealed from the former. It was then that the strange UFO tilted forward, tilted toward him not once but twice. On the third lurch, the UFO began silently ascending off the frozen earth. According to Edwards, the flying mushroom soared skyward at tremendous speed before it leveled off and began heading toward St. Elizabeth, which is located northeast of his town. The vehicle vanished within moments, leaving behind a puzzled Edwards in a pasture full of befuddled bovines. Bovine. Bovines, yes. Oh, Edwards, later, Edwards later encapsulated his fantastic encounter for UFO investigator Ted Phillips. Here's another quote. The whole thing took over five minutes, maybe ten. I have never seen anything like it. It looked like shiny silk or something. I couldn't tell. It was going... I was going to tell, though, if I could have hit it with that rock. One detail that would have seemed to add a stroke of uh, veracity to this admittedly bizarre account is that is the fact that Claude Edwards was a seasoned man of the land who stood gain very... who who, who would gain very little except for the ri- yes. ridicule for his, from his peers. Yeah, by admitting to this potentially harrowing event. In fact, when Phillips was introduced to Edwards through his brother, the farmer refused to utter a word about the incident until the young researcher pledged to protect the farmer's... Anonymity. Anonymity, yeah. Which he did until Edwards' death. Phillips described his first encounter with Edwards. Here's a quote. When I arrived at the farm, we visited for several minutes, gaining his confidence that I wouldn't reveal his name or location after until after his death. He didn't like talking about the sighting at first, but became more comfortable as we discussed the weather and farming. I asked him to relive the event in real time, and we began on his front porch, which faces the area near the large barn where the landing occurred. Hmm. The fact that this farmer never tried to squeeze an ounce of publicity or make a penny off this from strange Valentine's Day experience led many investigators to conclude that there were would be no motivation for a prank on the part of Edwards. In further support of Edwards' claims, the uncanny trace evidence left behind in the field where the UFO had landed. This, in my opinion, is the 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 concoction for one of the most believable UFO stories we've ever heard. It has the recipe for it. Like, this dude has literally no fucking... What does he have to gain from it, as said in the story? You're right. And That should be your first question in every single story of bullshit. Right. Like, what do you get out of this? Nothing. What advantage do you have to, to, to tell this story? Right. Phillips, who arrived Are to... Are you inter- making money? Are you doing anything for this? My bad. Go ahead. Two paragraphs. Come on, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Phillips, who arrived to the, to interview Edwards not long after the invention question, was able to photograph the effects this UFO had on the field, including the spot where the support tube had met the soil. Here's another quote. When I arrived at the site, the traces were still quite visible. It was, it was one meter in diameter in a slightly re- irregular circle where the shaft had rested. The soil was extremely dehydrated in contrast with the surrounding soil. 
This would be the last encounter that Edwards ever reported with these peculiar space penguins and their mushroom-shaped UFO. But That's a terrible then, name for But them. I'd say it's safe to say, safe bet that uh, as stepped out of his modest home at the crack of dawn to begin his work every morning, that he never did without looking at that field in just some sort of apprehension, perhaps. I can't imagine. For sure. Or perhaps just a bit of anticipation. Yeah. I can't imagine. Is I that can't it? imagine how that would bother you. Space forever. penguin story done. <laughs> Zach's proud. I'm sweating, bro. Like, <laughs> that's a lot of reading. That's a lot of reading for our boy Zach. Yeah. That Zach, story was the best story we heard yet. Like, though. I ain't even shitting you, dude. This shit was long as hell. Yeah, you did a great job. I uh, Listen, I Here, think... Here's his sketch of the... Uh, of the craft and of the space penguins. Homie former scra- like sketched it? What's oh, his name? Yeah. not penguins at all, like I thought. What's exactly. his name? Edwards was his last name. Little fucking astronauts, basically. That's it. Yeah, small guys. Small dudes. And the reason why they look like fucking astronauts is because they're in a suit which has no fingers. No, I, I beg your pardon. This is what he sketched. The, the other sketch is what the interviewer sketched from oh, okay. what he was talking. Let's see what fucking the farmer sketched. Still, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. I mean, this is super believable. Little men in spacesuits. Yeah. Dude, I'm cool with this idea. I think this is the, the most This is one of the better solid evidence. Good, like, good... Old always gives me a little... Uh, apprehension? No, apprehension. It, actually, it actually gives it a little bit more believability to me. Because I always feel like UFO stories are too alike. They get they, modernized. They follow a trope of like little green men, you know, tall, skinny, yeah. gray guys it's doing like the, the same type of thing. These people telling it's stories. Like, oh well, like you could have got this from any UFO story ever. or any book but, like, that you've read. The older it gets, then you have less of the stereotype and his comparisons of, of things. Like, what does this guy know? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, what does he know? He's a farmer in Missouri in 1930... 1966. Okay. Okay, two years before the moon landing, he said. 1967, so... Dude, living in the middle of Missouri, this guy, no access to what? Nothing. Like, life, pretty much. He's just yeah. basically farms, sells his shit, and that's it. What advantage he, does he have to tell this story? What does he know... He like he, penguins. Perhaps he learned in school. He can compare their. But size. that was just a slight description. It's, it's not anything like what he sketched. Right. Like yeah, yeah. And he's probably just basing it off of like size what, and what can I say that other people shape. would understand yes. it to look like? And then like this mushroom shaped vehicle of some sort. Like yeah, I mean force field. Yeah. Like to put that in there. Yeah. Like that's next level but shit. But but he didn't say force field, right? Like no. He, he used it like an invis- like a wall that I walked into that I couldn't get past. Yeah, like an invisible barrier. Homie didn't know what the fuck a force field was. Yeah. He's never heard of that. It's 1967, for God's sake. Silent wall. Had no, propul- no propulsion to the craft at all. Yeah. No like, sound. That's that's crazy. That's, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, I like it. I really didn't expect for that one to be as long or to talk about this one as long. Do you guys want to do one more? I do, but I still kind of want to elaborate on this a little bit. Go ahead. I'm, I'm really. I'm still just story. exhausted from reading. So. <laughs> Zach needs a nap. <laughs> I need no big sleep. <laughs> I need to meet me a big sleep. I, I like this story a bunch, and I think it's because well, I think we all can agree. Zach, I know you spent a lot of time reading on this, but what are your thoughts on it? I mean, yeah, do you feel the same way me and Harv do about well, it? Well, as it's coming from a farmer, it seems. 
And plus, put together like the year in Missouri of like all places. Yes. Like it's out in the middle of nowhere. This, this guy had nothing to gain. He this story didn't come out until he died. Right. Who cares? Right? I, al- I always give that more credit. People that didn't write books, didn't, I mean... He just continued to fucking farm. It always comes back to this, but, like, the Bigfoot, like, Pedersen footage shit, like, those dudes were obviously trying to make money off this stuff. Like, it seems so obvious why it's fake. Dude, which is where a lot of our brains go, especially nowadays. It's like, you know, how can you make money off we, of this? We all have bullshit sensors better than anyone ever has before. Us in like the age that we live in now, for sure, because of we grew up with nothing but bullshit. Bullshit, yeah. Like, dude, bro, watch the news. like wa- find like uh, MTV Two or whatever. Watch an old episode of like Room Raiders or something. Now, oh, it's terrible. And your mind is blown by how fucking fake it is. Yeah, and and how you didn't realize it as like a kid, like it. It really rocks your world. Room Raiders was fire, though. Like, when you watched it back in the day, it's like, yo, I can't wait to see Caesar can, Panties. Can, have you watched it, like, recently? Like, Not it, since, like, 04. I think it's, it's the best... So, uh, that's the best part of our technology growth, in my it's opinion. It's so insanely fake. Like, we've... We, because of, like, YouTube videos and shit, like, we've grown the greatest bullshit detectors. Yeah. Like, of, we can easily point shit out. And if you, it's if why, you like, do baby, fool us... It's like the, why, like, the baby boomer generation can't... Can't get away from like the they can't shake fake, it. fake uh, Facebook bullshit. Yeah, like the the fake articles that like yes. this and that's happening. They have no radar for this. Shit. No, and like we we can literally look at a website and be like, get out of here. Like I have brothers that are old, like older than me by over ten years, and like they'll show me shit, and I'm like, bro, that that's a bunch of bullshit. And like, you tell this story to your yeah. dad, and he's like, oh, "There's no way." Like his bullshit. I don't radar. know. I think if you tell this story to your dad, he might. My dad would probably believe it more than anybody. Right. But. Truthfully, yeah. But like most would be like, "There's no way. This doesn't, you know." But like us, the biggest bullshit radars on a planet, we're like, "This is kind of believable if you really put everything against it." Like if you can compare it to everything else that you've heard. Green space penguins aren't that far away. Like, like, yeah, I can't believe you. Like, that was the one. I, I wasn't even going to do it. You should have. Because I, I had 16 things on this list. Two were I, lost, gone forever. Yeah, but fuck. I was like, you know what? I'm going to look up. I'm going to do these space penguins. Yeah. And I didn't realize I was reading a novel. You did yeah. read a novel. It was at least two chapter novel. I mean, I like it. I, I was like going to quit and like leave it open, but I was like, I got to finish this. Yeah, right. I, f- I, dude, his description of everything that the year that it happened, the, the like the type of person that he is, the fact that it didn't come out after until after he died, and he didn't want to talk to people about it. No, like, like right, typical farmer, right? Like, I just want to fucking collect my dairy. I want to sell my vegetables and whatever the fuck I'm growing here. I just be on my life in Missouri. Like, I'm cool, but like, bro, I saw some shit. Dude, imagine being that guy and walking like, out. Like, he saw the fucking uh, green character from Among Us. Or, like, walking out every fucking morning and seeing that space in the fucking the field. That yeah, them, in, like, gr- them green space penguins are pretty sus. They're definitely big What were they doing? They're, yeah. What, 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 they what were they doing? What were they doing? Taking his crops? No, they definitely weren't. They made a circle. Sucking the moisture out of the soil? That, I'll tell you what, though, that sketch he drew, it looked like me faking task while I'm the fucking <laughs> imposter on Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing, standing at the fucking electrical box waiting for someone to come right next to me by themselves so I can murder them real quick. <laughs> 
I haven't played it yet, Dude, man. As I'm pretending that I'm uh, I'm doing shit. <laughs> Among Us, man. I need to get into that. It's fun. It is fucking fun. It's stupid. It's really stupid until you get into a good game, a good game of it, and then you're like, okay, I get why people. And like is it a cell phone game? It is. PC and mobile. Okay, so like PUBG almost. It's two dimensional. It's phenomenal. I love two two dimensional games, man. It's no, it's it's no physical stick skill really. It's just thinking and understanding yeah. and kind of learning how to follow people and understanding what the tasks are type thing. I dig it. You guys want to do a most type of beer truck before we do one more fucking cryptid? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here's a fucking of course green it's space bank. Hour and forty five minute episode. Why not? Ricky Walters isn't traveling to fucking Tennessee this week. <laughs> Cheers, boys. All right, the last one I got for this week. Let's hear it. We kind of went over it a little bit less last week, so I wanted to elaborate on it this week. We're gonna go with the vegetable man. The vegetable man. Vegetable. I'm interested. <clears throat> Tell me more. Think the Jolly Green Giant. That's how. I, that's exactly. No, what not at all. I'm joking. <laughs> West Virginia has played host to an extraordinary number of in, unusual creatures. Mm. They range from the widely known Mothman of Point Pleasant to the Flatwoods Monster in Braxton County. Few, however, even within the state itself, have heard of the strange case of the West Virginia Vegetable Man. Vegetable Man. The Vegetable Man was said to be very tall, arguably seven foot, with a semi-human shape. It also appeared to be partially plant-based and possessed large ears with striking eyes that isolated, oscillated in colors, going from red to yellow rapidly. Its arms were thin and gave the impression of reeds by a riverbank. The ends of its long fingers were suction cups which had thorns protruding from them. The first sighting of this thing happened in 1968 in the woods around Fairmont, West Virginia. Oh. I was just there a few weeks ago. Oh, did you see the vegetable man? I did not. Oh, damn. Jennings Frederick was out for a hunt. As he moved through the woods in search of game, Frederick heard an odd noise. It sounded like a record player running faster than it should, a sort of high-pitched jabbering. When he tracked down the sound, the source of the sound, he came face to face with the creature. I like that all-time description of a yeah. record player fang- playing faster than it should, too. That's kind of yeah, creepy, creepy and cool. Yeah. Jenkins would go on to say that the being looked weakened, sickly. The jabbering increased. Suddenly, he could make out the words. You ready Ooh, for this? I, I'm, I, yeah. I like I like words. Yeah. You need not to fear me. I wish to communicate. I come as a friend. We know all of you. I come in peace. I wish medical assistance. I need your help. Wow. That's pretty... <laughs> you know, That's very specific words. Very specific. More than I expected. Hey, bro. There's look. one line in there that really freaks me out. What's that? We know all of you. Yeah, that's creepy. That is kind of scary, yeah. Oh, everything else, though, is just like, hey, man, look, I'm here. Yeah, well, I'm hurting. I need some of your help, bro. Medical assistance. <laughs> help me. With, help me. With Need that being said, the creature then lunged at him, wrapped Frederick up in his surprisingly strong arms. Frederick was unable to break free from the embrace as the creature pierced his skin with the thorns from its fingers what? while it drained blood from him. Frederick found himself enthralled by the flashing colors of the creature's eyes. Then then almost as quickly as it happened, the vegetable man raced up, raced away up a hill. 
So he sucked his blood out of him and then bounced. They must have healed him. I need your help. Give me your blood. <laughs> Dude, fuck that. I need Frederick that then claimed to hear the deep humming from the other side of the hill. He, sur- he surmised that it might have been the sound of the creature's ship taking off. It's imply- He's implying that it might have been from An another extraterrestrial. Yeah. Yeah. To date, the 1968 encounter is the only sighting of the Vegetable Man. That's it. That's all we have with the Vegetable Man. Why do they call him the Vegetable Man then? I expected more like he's vegetation. So you're he's not made of like tomatoes and carrots. Carrots, like a carrot. You'd call it Carrot Boy then. Yeah, it's just walking around with green bean legs and shit. <laughs> like a celery stock head. What a beat bitch. Like I, I, I come to the, <laughs> I, I come to like the conclusion that <sighs> it's like an old. Uh, species of like uh, shoot off of like a fucking Venus flytrap. Yeah, that's how I envisioned it. But he like sucked blood from people. But I'm saying it's probably of something from not this world. Oh, I mean, if yeah, if existing for sure, then you know that's a weird thing to like to imitate vegetation. I mean, I guess camouflage makes sense. And then speak English on top of it. Well, that actually makes more sense to me. If it's like an alien or something to speak, be able to be understand able to speak our language. language of the land, yeah. If they land here, they should be able to. You think? I think they could probably decipher it before they before they landed. I mean, we. I mean, it's just to understand like radio waves. Like our radio waves, like go yeah. out throughout the entire solar system, so they right. could pick up on that at a very long range and be able to decipher a language eventually. Right? Like, if you studied it enough? Probably. Like, World War II, they're breaking, like, radio codes and shit. Like, you could decipher a language, for sure. Of an intelligent species, if you came across it, and you were able to actually sit there and and parse it out. Absolutely. I mean, we've done that for our entire existence. Yeah, right. We do. We decipher other languages and learn to speak to one another. I mean, that's what humans do. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's crazy. It makes no sense to me. <laughs> how, even, how could you take another language and decipher it to understand it? Even it just on this planet. Impossible. But yeah, I mean, people. You do gotta it. have you gotta have at least two cooperative people, one of each language, right? Like I feel that that's I don't probably even think the easiest way. That's the easiest way. It would right? be the easiest way for sure to hold up a fucking apple and both say the word that means apple? that thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the easiest way for yeah. sure. But red crayon, Rojo. Not, not that you couldn't do it. Yeah, especially if you're advanced enough to travel through the universe. universe yeah. But what explains the record? Like it sounded like a record moving, like talking fast. He probably just didn't know. That's the speed. just how he interpreted it. Yeah, just like the penguins or maybe whatever. maybe yeah. maybe didn't like the have any understanding of the way speed to describe of it. Yeah, dude, but still, that we know all of you is fucking. Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary, right? Yeah. All of you. Yeah, we that know actually, like. I don't know why, for some strange reason. Even though I find it more likely that something that crazy is from a different planet, it makes it almost a little bit less scary to me to be like, oh, well, it was an alien. Then of something... Then it was something yeah. that was on this world that we just didn't Can't see, like, you're, like the stick man. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like a stick man. Like, that makes, that. That's more scary to me for some strange st- reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Because they're, they're here. 
right? And like an arrival from something outside of the universe. To me, anyways. An arrival from some something outside yeah, of our universe. It's terrifying in like, its own way, anyways. Fuck. And then you still you know all of us and shit? <laughs> but then if you come across some stick men, you're like, alright, man. Like, they're just here. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, no, we, but I feel like that's more scary. It is well, I see. You probably yeah because like you're gonna get involved with it's natural time. to your environment yeah it's shit. here already you know yeah just just like an alien's just like okay what's it gonna do I do like the vegetation camouflage shit like like I, I would think if it wasn't for the account saying something about what he thought was a ship flying off or whatever I like stickmen scares me because I I automatically assume like that idea was like a species of like maybe a large insect like a walking stick yeah yeah, yeah. a walking stick's a thing right you know, like it a looks fucking like a fucking giant insect bro yeah yeah that's, that's, what, I, that's what it's what i mean though like it would like a mothman or what like a giant insect that was natural to this world that we don't know about because it's so rare and also so camouflaged that we don't know it exists that actually scares me a little bit more than the idea of a vegetation camouflaged alien right like if the like you said if if the ship if you didn't say that it sounded like a ship flying I would have assumed it was a giant insect species that that looked like vegetation yeah. Is it because we feel that, like, extraterrestrials... That's scary to me because, like, you could come across that walking through the fucking woods. Right. And the fact that, you know, it would be more believable for them to understand and be able to speak our languages because they live on the same place that we do. True. Ra- rather than I guess, yeah. so- something coming from outside of the universe where it's like, they're probably just as curious as we are, really. It's like, mm. Is that going to fuck yes, me up? Yes, but I would actually think it's less likely for a in- giant insect species to understand our language than a alien species that maybe caught our radio waves, you know, yeah. a million miles out and were able to decipher it before we got here. Like, it seems ins- insanely unlikely to me that a Bigfoot or a stick man or something would ever understand our language and be able to communicate it back to us. That seems just unbelievable to me. Because it, it would it, have to be it would insanely put, it would put a damper right? on someone's account to me. Like if how, said, how don't you have buildings and cities and they yet. Can speak English? Yeah. Like it's like would, man, you ain't got no town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't have a town, Bigfoot. I know you got a town. You can speak my language. You got a town <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, like you got a community or some shit. Yeah. Now, since that one was really, really short, I want to ask you a question. I've been fascinated with the dogmen for, fuck, years now. Dogmen. Now, when I told you all this shit today, did you do any research on those at all? Uh, I didn't do any research. I know a little bit about dogmen, but no, I didn't do any research. What's the story behind dogmen? Because I don't think I know much about them at all. And I know you guys well. similar to a werewolf cryptid. But... Far more terrifying. Okay. Then a, then a werewolf. Explain it. Well, I gotta bring it up. So, it, it is humanoid in shape. I'd imagine it is humanoid almost entirely. But actually, other than its head, am I correct to say that, Zach? Ted and uh, I believe its feet are like it's a werewolf type yeah. foot, and it's like 
of big ass fucking claws and human shit. Human torso, human size. But covered in like claws and fur. Hair. Covered in hair. So a werewolf. Really. That's, that's my thought. Very much a werewolf. I mean, it's almost like I always said, like, whatever anyone's Yeti experience is probably just a Bigfoot experience, if a Bigfoot would exist, which I don't technically believe it's that. Just but in it's a cold. Probably the same thing. Yeti, uh, Bigfoot. Just different yeah, climates. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just in different areas, mm-hmm. and you assume a different thing. Yeah, would, like a like a black bear and a grizzly bear. I would and say the same thing bear. for a werewolf experience and a dogman experience is just a crossover. Mm-hmm. If one of them exists, it they're both being confused for the other one. Usually, a, a lot of time, what I say whenever it comes to things like that, like a yeti and a bigfoot, I feel the same way. Yeah. And my whole mind, if was one like, exists, it's probably being being confused for the other one, right? And vice like, versa. It, just like a like I said, a, a black bear or a polar bear, kind of the same deal. Yeah, except those both exist independently, and these probably don't. You think they're all the same? I wouldn't even say they're even offshoots of the, of, of the same species. I would say they're the exact same thing that people have encountered. Not that I believe in either one of them, but if they exist, they're probably just being confused for one another. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, well, the dogman was allegedly first witnessed in 1887 in Wexford County, Michigan. The creature is described as a seven-foot-tall, blue-eyed or amber-eyed, bipedal canine-like animal with the torso of a man and a fearsome howl that ha- that sounds like a human scream. Uh, according to legends, the dog man appears in a ten-year cycle that falls on years ending in seven. Ooh, that's different. Sightings have been reported in several locations throughout Michigan, primarily in the northwestern quadrant of the Lower Pen- Peninsula. In, 18, in 1987, the legend of the Dogman gained popularity when disc jockey Steve Cook at WTCM-FM recorded a song about the creature and its reported sightings. Is that song still out? I remember reading a Dogfoot experience... Dog, dog dogfoot. Foot. Dogfoot. <laughs> a Dogman experience at, on Reddit, and it was like about it, like people that lived in bumfuck wherever yeah and it like stalking their property and they could see it like at night on the edges of their property and shit that would be scary as fuck yeah dog dogfoot dogman dogfoot dogfoot dog sounds like a beer we should make a beer dogfoot dogfoot what else we got Zach on dogfoot dogman dog, dogfoot the creature was unknown to most of, of the modern world until very late in the 20th century. It is said to have been stalking the area around the main Stee River since the days of the Ottawa tribes that lived there. Authentic sources from sightings made prior to 1987, however, have never been documented beyond Steve Cook's song, discussed below. The first alleged encounter of the Dogman occurred in 1887 in Wexford County when... Two lumberjacks saw the creature, which they described as having a man's body and a dog's head. In 1937, in Paris, Michigan, Robert Fortney was attacked by five wild dogs and said that one of the five dogs walked on two legs. Reports of similar creatures also came from Allegan County in the 1950s and the main city in Cross Village in 1967. Linda S. Godfrey, in her book, The Beast of Bray Road, compares the Mainstay sightings to a similar creature sighted in the Wisconsin known as the Beast of Bray Road. That's all I have right now. Hmm. 
I don't, I don't quite like. If they're like bipedal, I guess it would be something that confuses you a little bit, right? Like, but that's like the werewolf idea, right? That's where that's well, where I'm fully, at still. Yeah. But what else? They haven't killed anybody or anything, right? Like we haven't like witnessed that, like no, attack. No, no. I mean, supposedly they have. Oh, they, they supposedly they have killed people. Yeah, like I remember reading a Reddit story. On oh my bad, I was just reading the Michigan Dog Man. Oh, there's there's more. There's a unit like yeah, a police. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just noticed that. Oh, that's well. I um, yeah, I remember reading uh, Dogman accounts from like Revolutionary War prisons and shit, where they claimed that Dogmen attacked the prison, and killed a bunch of like the fucking guards and during prisoners. the Revolutionary War. Yeah, like old, like seventeen seventy five and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was a revolution or... I think it was a revolution. I don't think it was the Civil War. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Civil War would be crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a revolutionary war. A a dogman account. That's nuts. Yeah. But, again, I mean... Wild folklore, but... Right. Clearly, there's probably a lot that's really happened. Like, back in the day like that, where people were like... You know, witches and things were, like, frequent back in the day. But werewolves and things it's like it's so insane like you think like oh yeah like witches you know people believed in that Salem witch trials or whatever you talk about burning people I don't know Zach might know more about this than me I mean I don't know how many people died in Salem witch trials a dozen or you know whatever I think it's like 33 yeah I think it's a good bit which is crazy but like that is crazy you don't even that doesn't scratch the surface of witch trials in the world like right through, England through Europe yeah like this through, was just like through 25 Europe, through Europe in a thousand year expanse they killed like thousands whoa dude 19 were executed five others died in jail I, I, I don't crazy. remember it. I, re- I read a book on it. It was called Witch. And it, it was a Sam Harris book, but it was actually readapted from an older book. But he just kind of went through it all and took all the facts and everything. And it was a legit thing about how many people and how often it was. Like, there was literally, like, a municipal person. Like, the way you get a fucking... You know, you your vote, driveway plow. You, the you vote time. somebody in to be this person, and there was like <sighs> a a f- witch inspector, like that was a role. That was a job. Yeah, that was a job, and they would go town to town and shit, and like, hey, that's a witch. Yeah, and dude, like, like uh, an illness would hit a town. They'd accuse like the old, old uh, fucking. Woman that that was widowed in the town that was living by herself, like always be, wore black. Always, <laughs> like they would always accuse like like some yeah, woman that, that lived that by herself that. in the town. Dude, they killed hundreds of thousands of people, accusing them to be witches. Throughout because Europe there was fucking like, some plague that happened in her town, or yeah. like yo, does that bitch that husband's died five years? And ago. what they would do is they'd wrap them up and they'd throw them in a body of water. Uh huh. And, and I want to see if I'm right here. They would uh, put you know, like stone or something in the bottom of the bag. And if she survived or got out of the stone, she was a witch. If she drowned, she wasn't a witch. So yeah. like, regardless, she fine. died either way. Yeah, exactly. 
If she would have come up, they would have, switch, boom, shot. Yeah. They'd kill her. And I was like, oh, well, I um, guess not not her. Yeah. Then they'd go and do it to somebody else. Right. Until That's someone so popped up. fucked up. Yeah. But no one would pop up, dude. Hundreds of thousands. Oh, yeah. People would pop Almost up. always, like, elderly women that were widowed and shit. Like, the worst, the, the most downtrodden people of the society were the people that were accused, accused of, of bringing some plague or disease yes. to a community. Yeah. That's insane. Absolutely. Yeah. I need more of that. <laughs> need more of these trials. Dude, that'd be crazy. Can you imagine seeing and that? Who brought Corona? Yeah. Who brought COVID? Who brought, who brought COVID like, around? And, and like Zach said, they'd drown and they'd be like, oh, shit. Next. Guess she wasn't a witch. Who's let's, the let's next go suspect? Find it. Go get Susan out of street four. And like, like, even if like you, th- you got thrown in the river and like the rope wasn't tied tight enough or something, it just comes you undone. You happen to survive. You come up and start breathing, you're fucking dead. What are you going to do? Shoot you then. Because you had to be a witch then. To survive that, you have to be a witch. That's crazy. Yeah. What a fucked up trial that is. That's like burning the steak shit. Same deal. Potentially worse. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big... Well, I'm not a big fan of water, so I'd neither, rather be... Neither sounds too good. Yeah, no. I'd choose fire over water for I'd sure. I'd probably rather drown, to be completely honest. Disagree. Be set to fire to death? I would rather be set to fire to death, for sure. I don't know. They actually say that being set to fire to death is better because... Easiest way to die. Your adrenaline sets... Yep, goes on fire. Your and, endorphins and, and, go off, and you don't feel it like nope. you would. That's that's why a lot of monks whenever they set themselves on fire, they say no, scream. no endorphins go off when you drown. You, they don't, and you just fucking drown. Panic, and then can't you feel it all. Well, yeah. yeah, because you pass out from not your brain not getting any oxygen, right? And then when you pass out, your body still wants to breathe, so you're just the water. Just yeah, your best bet done. is once you realize that you can't get out of it, is just suck it in. Suck in as much water as you can and then just call it a day. Oh, yeah. A life. Just fill your lungs. Yeah. Done. It's terrible. (laughs) I'm, like, sweating about it. You guys got anything else to say about this fucking That's it. Ladies and gentlemen. Long daddy today. Yeah, it is a long daddy. Almost two hours. End on a high note. Yeah, let's hear it. Drowning to death. I mean, we're ending on a high note. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all drown. It's actually not a high note. Drown or burn to death. Yeah. Your choice. Let's uh, make a vote. We'll make a poll on Twitter, Zach. We'll make a poll on Twitter. What would you rather do? Drowned? I want to say just the only reason I would say burn to death is because of my knowledge of just like them saying that your endorphins go off and you just don't even feel it. But But you also might get to come back as a dream demon. The idea of it, thinking about it, it sounds a million times better to drown to death than to... Yeah, but if you drown to death, nothing happens. If you get burned to death, you have a chance of coming back as a dream demon. The fuck's a dream demon? That sounds pretty cool, though. It does. It's like, I'm a dream demon, man. Yeah, you attack teenagers when they go to sleep. Wow. Come back as... Oh, Coming back as a dream demon? Freddy's a dream demon. Or not coming back at all? All right, I like it. I'll be a dream demon. Burn me up. I'll haunt some colonial kids' dreams. (laughs) Colonial kids' dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mostly Sober Podcast. I'm Travis Neal. This is Zach Uhas. And as always, through the month of October, Josh Harvey. Thank we you. will see you.